Our story begins with war. A clashing of gods so destructive that nearly two-thirds of the population would not survive. They call this time the Calamity. In an effort to escape the decimation of the surface world, five families took refuge in an isolated area of the Underdark, drawn in by the innate well of magical power. Only to find that they were not the only ones drawn to the magic, and the denizens of the Dark would not let it go so easily. War waged both above and below. Until a device was crafted, an accumulation of five crafts bound as one to push back the evils of the darkness from whence they came. Now, centuries have passed, and a city has been forged in total isolation from the world above, and as such, the nameless city has known peace. However, nothing good ever truly lasts, and the darkness has always promised to come back. Now, faced with a resurgence of evils long since put at bay, three champions must rise, tasked with gathering an army strong enough to push back the darkness once and for all. These unsuspecting heroes must brave the world of the surface and the unknown dangers that lie in wait in order to save their city, their people, and any hope for the future that remains. Jazara Telena, a half-drow gloomstalker ranger, tasked with the protection of her companions and burdened with a dangerous curiosity for the unknown world above. She hunts the darkness with arrows more precise than the morals that dictate her aim. Ashakel, a dampier twilight cleric who walks the fine line between knowledge both sacred and forbidden. Under the caring eye of the Moonweaver and the otherworldly gaze of haunting red glow of the moon Brutus, she toes the line of darkness and light to bring forth the magic of twilight. Valkaria Nykor, a tiefling shadow sorceress, coalesced from arcane shadows and carved from the frozen flames of the deepest pits of the Nine Hells. Youth and duty clash within as the world before her unfolds. Hey y'all. Hey y'all. It's Misty. It's Ani. And Aaron. Yay. And we are back for more D D. So Woo! Woo! I will uh start off with a little recap of what's been going on so far. And uh we'll jump right into it. So because we left our party mid-combat. So we've never done um, that before. I know. Yeah, we've never done that. So uh, last time, our party boarded a boat, the Rimaraz, on the way to Sylrenia in order to find someone to help uh, combat the frozen sick illness to buy the party more time in order to find the cure. Because, unfortunately, back in Palebank Village, our favorite little tiefling family had come down with the illness. And in, the party is now in a race against time to find the cure before we lose a really sweet little family, actually. Because they're pretty pretty gosh darn sweet and cute. Now, I mean, they're just they're wholesome. We so don't need to lose the wholesome. And uh, so the party boards a boat, their first experience on the open sea and on a boat quite this large. Um, their previous boat experience being a rowboat. <laughs> so, or a giant frog. Or a giant, or a giant frog. frog. Yep. That's, 
That is valid. They're two water vehicle experiences, one of which was sentient. <laughs> so um, <clears throat> the party boards the boat in which uh, they meet the crew, the captain of the uh, ship, uh, Captain Garn, and then his first mate, who just mostly prefers to be called first mate. Um, and uh, some of the other eclectic and interesting uh, members of the crew, including one that just blushed head to toe every time Ashley so much as was in the vicinity of him. We and uh, and uh, the party also encountered an interesting effect that is a part of Isil Cross's geographical features, wild magic surges every time they cast a spell. The party... Uh, in the course of an evening, had uh, was turned into a potted plant, Valkaria, yep. uh, which she was for about 30 minutes, yep. is, is uh, about right. Yep. Um, Although was, Asha was having her own freak out above deck. Asha was almost lured into the ocean by an unknown mystical voice and was rescued by one of the crew members before she decided to take a little uh, swim. And uh, she came back downstairs to find out Val had been turned into a plant. <laughs> to be specific, a purple version of the cactus from Twilight, if we're going to be real specific. Uh, but Horns like a really, But like a larger version, not like the one you could just, like, that just fits in, like, one hand that somehow Bella managed to take on a plane. But like the one from the, the Vampire parody version. movie. Yep. <laughs> yeah, the parody mm-hmm. version. Yeah, but it was purple. So, um, and uh, after turning back into a person... Uh, Valkaria, Jazara, and Asha heard the warning bells of the ship and they raced upstairs onto the deck only to find that the boat and the crew were being attacked by uh, four harpies. The uh, Our party, along with the crew, managed to down one, but not before the first mate was thrown overboard into the, o- well, into the ocean to fates unknown. Uh, the harpy queen is in the process of wrestling with uh, the captain, who just recently was able to get Val- uh, Valkaria to let go after she'd been hit uh, with a wild magic surge that made her hug the nearest person to her and not let go until they got she got hugged back. She did not get hugged back, but she did get knocked to zero hit points, which knocked her unconscious, which did in the magical effect. Um Jazara had been hit in the face with a snowball as her wild magic effect, and Asha currently has the spell Water Walk cast on her. And uh, so she has not tested that, but however, after watching a harpy down Valkaria, Asha got a little uh, spicy, and she took a <laughs> big old bite out of the harpy right in front of her. And uh, that is where we are now, at the top of the initiative order. With the Harpy Queen going first in our party mid-combat. Uh, and it is worth noting that, Makaria, you are back up because Jazara did heal you. Yep, I have 11 points, hit points, I believe. Yep. So you are back up and in the game. So And you didn't have to roll any death saving throws. So we still haven't encountered that as our first go yet. So we'll see how the rest of this session goes and see if we get that far. So, And um, when we, if we do get to that point, I'll go over the rules of death saving throws. So, all right. The top of the initiative order, we have the Harpy Queen. She's in the process of wrestling with the captain. And she, and so in this immediate vicinity is uh, the captain, you, Val, who you're sitting on the deck. You haven't stood up yet. And when you do on your turn, it'll take 15 feet of your movement. Just like. Okay. Just stand up. 
Yeah. Okay. So to stand up out of prone, it takes half of your movement. Okay. So uh, you'll still have 15 feet left, but that's what it did. Um, and Jazz is mostly <laughs> just standing like right over you uh, because she's the one who just healed you a minute ago. Yeah. But the Harpy Queen is first. The Harpy Queen's going to take a swipe at the captain and a swipe at Jazz. So, and Jazz currently, thanks to Asha, has a temporary AC of 16. So. Ooh, yeah. She misses the captain, but she hits Jazz with a natural 20. So that's going to double her damage. So the Harpy Queen. Ooh, that is not... That is not great. That's 14 points of damage against Zara. And so the Harpy Queen, uh, she's still flying, but the captain is kind of like grappled with her, but uh, she has like part of her claw stuck into him. She takes one hand out, she like sticks it into his shoulder, but it kind of like scrapes off of the armor plating that he has on his shoulder. And uh, she turns herself and she backhands Jazara for <clears throat> 14 points of damage. And Jazara kind of like stumbles back and she has to take a step back away from you, Val, uh, as she does as she does so. Um, next up is the captain, who is pretty done with just the whole world <laughs> at the moment. So, but he's going to take his axe and he's going to take a swing at uh, her and he doesn't do well <laughs> he hefts his axe like back and he like he goes to take a swing and uh he he's look he he's an experienced uh sailor he is not an experienced like warrior like personal combat so unfortunately with a whole nine he does <clears throat> miss so um he also just did have claws in his shoulders true. so you know that That's... that swing motion kind of impaired. That's valid. Um, <coughs> next is, next up is Jazara, actually. So she <coughs> kind of like staggers back for a second, kind of like wipes some of the blood off of her face, and she's like, alright. That's how we're gonna do it. She's going to take an aim at the uh, Harpy Queen. Now Jazz is pissed. Mm, it does not help her, because that's <laughs> a natural one. The only bad roll I've rolled with this dice so far. And it's a natural one. So Jazz goes and she, like, fires a shot and it does miss. Um, so, but Jazara is, however, going to go and she's going to move so she's in closer range with the Harpy Queen uh, to try and distract from you, Val, who is still on the ground. Okay. She's going to take about uh, five feet of movement and step up closer to the Harpy Queen and just kind of, like, step around a little bit, too, to kind of, like, start drawing the Harpy's attention away from you. Okay. Um, now it is Ash's turn. Okay. I imagine she is still quite covered in oh, gore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, very much so. From the, uh, toothsome attack. Uh, let's see, what should we do? I think she's just gonna start, um, flashing with that dagger, because she's still pretty close, I would think, from okay. being... She's gonna slash and just... She's, again, she's still in the I've had it, so she's going to put all her force into that. Okay. And swing. So you're, I'm assuming you're attacking the harpy that you've been yes. attacking, the one right yes. in front of you? Okay. Yes. 
Um, so go ahead and uh, make me a dagger attack, if you would. So you can mm-hmm. go ahead and roll your d20 and add your bonus. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got 17. 17? Mm-hmm. You hit. So go ahead and roll me your damage. So clearly what we need to do is get Asha real pissed. Yep. <laughs> yep. She goes full vampire, just bites everyone. Mm-hmm. Asha don't need to feed for a long time. <laughs> so Asha, like, you take out your dagger and then you, you just take a huge swipe in front of this harpy and you slash it right across the chest. It screeches back at you. And it's still, like, it's still flying, um, but it, it's, <clears throat> now it's most of its attention is just focused directly on you. Mm-hmm. Um, the first mate is, I should probably start rolling for the first mate, see how she is. She has been in the water for weeks! Let's <laughs> mm-hmm. roll some dice for her. Alright. Okay. <laughs> just like, I, I rolled for the, a couple of rounds that we've done, and, uh, sure, some extremes. <laughs> All right. Um, Asha, is there anything else you wanted to do? Any bonus actions or anything like that? I think you're maintaining... I believe you're maintaining concentration on the spell, actually. Yeah, oh, that was... I was going to ask about the uh, water walk. Um, yeah. That Because that that's making me feel like I want to jump into the water, right? No, I you know. just have the understanding that if you did, okay. you would stand on the surface. So okay. you aren't compelled to walk into it or anything. Right, okay. No, I'm gonna... I'm keeping it in the back of my mind because I do remember that the captain's in there, but right now I just want to take this bitch down. Okay, that's cool. Uh, Val, your turn. Uh, alright, so I am... Since Val just, you know, came back, Mm -hmm. and she's a little dazed, but she's still aware of what the hell is going on, and she wants to attempt to use her shadow blade. Okay. Uh, my first question is, do you stand up? No. Actually, no, no I'm not Shadowblade. I want to use Darkness okay. on the Harpy. I will tell you, if you are sitting down and somebody goes to attack you, they have advantage against you because you're on the ground. So Fine, then I will you stand want... up. Okay, but you, like, you don't have to stand up at this point in your turn if you want to like cast Darkness first and then stand so people didn't realize you were standing. Um, yeah. That's fine. I just want you to know that by the end of your turn, it might be a good idea just so people can okay. take advantage against you. Yeah, I, so I want to cast it while I'm still down there, and, and then as soon as it's cast, I want to like, get up and walk away. Well, I just okay. get up. I can't walk away. Well, you can go 15 feet after you get up. So. Okay. You, you can go... Oh, yeah, yeah this is... All right. Um, so you're going to cast darkness. darkness. That's perfectly fine. So uh, at what point are you centering it on? Are you centering it on yourself? Do you want to cast it at... I want to cast, cast it at the harpy. At the, at the harpy? Okay. Yeah. If you cast it to get her, you'll get the captain, yourself, and Jazara in the process. That's fine. It doesn't oh. do damage to them. I'm just letting you know that it's... Is your intention to use it kind of as a smoke screen so she can't see? Is that what you were going for? Yeah, because, like, nobody can see. Even we, with dark vision, can't see in there. I, I mean, like, like, it's fine, but she's, she's in, like, grappling with the captain, and you're five feet from him, and Jazara's, like, five feet from the harpy. So, like, Maybe. you could probably do it so that it's... You're at the edge of it, but uh, if you didn't want to be in it, but then all she has to do is like take a step forward, she's out of it. So I mean, you could also like if you cast it, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but like you could if you're really only about five feet from the captain, or 
Jazz, yeah. whoever you want to go after. Couldn't she make like a dead run, like even blinded and then just yank? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like we're all can... like yeah, so close to each other. I just kind of want to. You're gonna yeah, you'll you'll know as soon as you cast where the people who were in it are. Okay. So like because like in that instant that you cast it, nobody has like gone anywhere. Like right, the sure. harpy queen hasn't moved, the captain hasn't moved, Jazara hasn't moved, you haven't moved at that point. So like everybody's still in that same place. So you, spatial awareness will tell you, you know, like Jazara is like ten feet <clears throat> that way. The captain is literally right behind me and stuff like that. It's okay. It's just that. Uh, Okay, if you, so. after like a couple of turns and people moving it, you, nobody will, you might not know where people are, but that's fine too. So okay, you make so perception I, checks and try and figure out where people are. I have an idea. Sure. So while ja oh, ja while Val is on the floor, she's going to send a message to Jazz that I'm about, that she's about to, you know, cast this darkness spell. It is she an action to do it. So you can't do both. Oh, uh, um, sending a message is an action? Mm -hmm. Oh, God damn it. I mean... Chazara would probably know that you have the spell if you've explored your spells before around them, so... Or even at least talked about it, but then again, you just kind of have to make the assumption that the captain and Chazara can deal with anything you throw at them. Alright, fuck it. We're still gonna... Okay. I mean, couldn't you just yell out... I mean, I know that that's not really how casting works, but couldn't you just go darkness, and then, like, so that Jazz had, like, half a second warning? I mean, not, not to let yeah. you, but, like... Okay, but talking is not an action, obviously. So Jazz is going to yell, grab the captain. Sorry, okay. I was going to yell to Jazz to grab the captain and then immediately okay. cast darkness. Okay. So you cast darkness, and uh, where are you centering it on? Again, the harpy. On the harpy? Okay. Yeah. So extending from the harpy 15 feet in every single direction mm -hmm. is a cloud of darkness. So that, if this is the center, 5, 10, 15. Uh, Ashley, you are just in front of the darkness. Like, it creeps across the whole front of the ship. And, uh, it and she turns around much... going, The darkling? Big <laughs> 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 burns! Sorry. This, this cloud of smoke, like, just starts to billow from the harpy, and then just all of a sudden just bursts out in, like, almost like just this smoke powder that happens, and it just extends out, and it consumes the whole front part of the ship, and 15 feet in front of the ship, too. And, uh, you can't see from one side to the other, for the most part, um, but, Ash, everything to the front of the boat in front of you, you can't see anything. Like, there is, it is just a wall of darkness. And, uh, now, Harpy, the Captain, Val, Jazara, and one of the crew are all in this darkness. So. Um, okay. Anything else you'd like to do, dear? Um, get up and take a step back. <laughs> okay. Which direction do you want to go in? Like, where the first, like, in the direction the first mate went, in the direction this other that one. crew member, that one? The other, towards Asha, yeah. Like, the other crew member to the right. Yeah, so you want to come down yeah. this way? Okay. Yeah. And you want to take all 15 feet you have left? Yeah. I'll put you... You're going to pass right by this crew member, so you can say something to him if you'd like as you pass him. So. <laughs> On your left! <laughs> huh? <laughs> That's, is that what you say? Why not? On your left! <laughs> just, and he's just like kind of swing. You notice as you're as like you run by, he's just swinging at the darkness. Like, oh, haunted. It's haunted. haunted. It's haunted. Kind of a light ghost, though, letting me know where it is. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, anything? Anything else you're gonna do, dear?
yet? No. Okay. So we are up to the two harpies, the one fighting Asha and then the one fighting the other uh, crew member. So the one, we'll start with the one fighting Asha. It's going to take, um, there's another one engaged with it, but you're the one who's pissing it off. So we'll start with one swipe at you. Yeah, that's a 20 total to hit. So that's going to hit you. And then uh, it's going to take its second swing at you as well. That one's a 16 to hit you, dear. Ew. <laughs> yeah, that hits you as well, because you're on class 15. So both of them are going to hit you. And... <laughs> Asha's really pissed. Asha can be, should be pissed. For five points of damage, dear. Okay. <clears throat> what are your hit points at? I'm at 13 now. 13, okay. I was at 8. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> oh lord. <laughs> um, now the other one is going to take a swipe. One's going to take a swipe at the kid, and then the other one's going to take a swipe at the uh, older dwarven woman who is on the ship. Uh, both of which connect. So that harpy hits twice. The kid takes four points of damage. And the dwarf lady takes three. So <clears throat> the harpy uh, on the other side of the ship kind of like swoops in and then one instance she just extends both claws out in two different directions and she swipes both at the kid and then the older dwarven uh woman who like takes they both end up taking a step back and the kid is um the kid is on the same level of the deck as you are but the dwarven uh, lady is uh, up on this next level and the harpy kind of like perched on the railing and then just like swung out from like an angle mm -hmm. all right now, all four of our crew members. Let's start with the poor guy lost. In the haunted darkness. I'm going to give him a perception check at disadvantage to try and figure out where to go. <laughs> so, like, and, like, if I will say, if he gets a natural one, he's going to walk right off the side of the ship. Oh, that was so close. That one's a two. <laughs> and that one's an eight. So, like, he doesn't walk off the side of the ship, but it's a near thing. He, like, <laughs> kind of hits the side kind of hard. He hits the railing. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm going to say, he kind of, like, goes over here a little, and he just kind of, like, he's walking. He's, like, looking around, too. <laughs> swinging at the darkness, and now ah! he's just haunting. And he hits the railing, and he's like, oh! And he, <laughs> You can't see him, but you hear a <laughs> and you don't know. I had a friend, no ghost. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. And you have no idea what's going on with him, but he's having a moment. Like things are happening with that man, and like nobody, Val nobody knows. knows. That, that so realizes that something is going on here. apart from everybody else. Like Val's um, aware that something is happening. The young kid is gonna take swipe, and I will give. And the uh, older dwarven woman are both going to take a swipe at the same harpy. Uh, uh, both hit. Okay. Good for them. The kid just barely hits, but the dwarven woman hits uh, with a, uh, a 17 on her part. So they're both going to take some swings. Yeah, so they're going to take some swings. 
And together they do seven points of damage to the harpy. Like the kid uh, kind of like goes and he like jumps up on the railing a little bit and he takes the sword and he slashes at the harpy and while the harpy's occupied with her with him, uh, the dwarven woman comes up with her hammer and she just smacks it right in the middle of its back and it screeches as it lurches forward, which shoves her a little more into his sword, which does uh, some more damage. So they did, they're a great team so far. So they're doing they're doing really good together. And then there's one other crew, and that's the one with Asha, and uh, he's got his giant plank of wood, and he's ready to use it. <laughs> right? Like, he's like, woo! There's I, also I, one with, like, a fucking savior. And uh, the one with the plank of wood, man, he's gonna take a swing at that harpy that's near you, and uh, he just barely hits. But he does hit, and uh, he t- yeah. you're, like, <laughs> right up in the face of this harpy, and then all of a sudden that harpy, like, jerks forward, and you just see this guy with a plank of wood is just smacking it in the back <laughs> like a fly swatter. <laughs> like the world's biggest fly swatter. And Asha, and does. under any other circumstance, would be laughing her ass off, but she's just kind <laughs> like watching the the harpy just go, eh, eh, eh. yeah, like that bitch is confused. And there's one more crew, and he's got a crossbow bolt, so he's gonna aim at the one that you're fighting, Asha. Okay. I'm gonna take aim at that one, and he hits with that one too. I've been really, really well for the crew, actually, and uh, which is kind of surprising me. So, and he. He does six points of damage at that one, so that one's doing pretty good. That harpy in front of you looks pretty fucked. Like, it looks like it's on its last leg. As so, being swatted with a piece of wood. Yeah, as it's being fly swatted. Yeah, as, it, as it's absolutely being fly swatted around, it's just kind of like, ugh, ugh. So, um, all right, now we are back at the top of the initiative order with the queen harpy in the darkness grappling with the captain and none of you can see what's happening so i'm not going to tell you what happens with the captain cool mystery all right you do not know what happened with the captain nope um takes one swipe at the captain, and I actually, she has to make a perception check at disadvantage to see Jazara's. Technically, Jazara's within a certain amount of range of her, but, well, Jazara hasn't moved yet. But I'm gonna roll to see if she, if she manages to hit the perception check, she won't have disadvantage to hit Jazara. But if she does, or, like, if she doesn't meet that, then she'll have disadvantage to hit Jazara. Uh, yeah, no, that's an eight. She does not, she can't really see Jazara, so she's going to have disadvantage at hitting Jazara. Um, and, yeah, and that is a six. So, she reaches out into the darkness to try and swipe at Jazara, and she cannot, like, she hits smoke. What she doesn't know is she hits smoke directly in front of Jazara, <laughs> but uh, the smoke kind of, like, slashes right in front of Jazara, and she Jazara can feel, like, where the disturbance was. Um, and uh, the Harpy Queen does miss Jazara. I I will tell you that because Jazara is my character, but I won't tell you what's going on with the queen, the queen, captain. Um, on that note, something you don't hear from the depths of the bowels of the ship, a noise occurs. You do not hear it. And 
for our listeners. They will, because I will put a sound effect in there, and <laughs> they will know. Great. But you, my dear players, do not. By the way, do I have to roll a d100 because I cast darkness? Yes! Yes, yes do. you do. do oh, you look at our the... little roller, uh, our holy roller gooey and a good girl. Well, I wonder what the fuck happens to me this time. How, where, where do I find it again? Oh, I can resend it to you. Yeah. I do so love that. I'm enjoying this horrid table she's created for us. Mm-hmm. And the she setting should be already be correct. Again. I don't want to be a plant again. <laughs> and I'm keeping a list of the ones we've done. Um, and it'll be up to you. You guys, if we get re- repeats, whether or not you want to roll again. Uh, I'll just tell you it's one we've if if it's like a number we've hit before I can tell you it's just I'll tell you it's one we've done before or you can just like re-roll it to get something new if you wanna, like, I rolled 44 by the way a 44 okay I'm so curious okay okay great Valkaria yes you cast dark you ran yes. through the darkness. You pass by a crew member who's just not having it at all. And as you hit that, like, you the end of your turn, and, like, you hit that 15 feet, uh, what makes you stop isn't, like, you know, you think you're safe. It's not anything, like, mundane. You take a step forward, and I want you to make me a dexterity saving throw not to trip. Uh, nine. <laughs> nine. Okay. So <laughs> you, you're running and all of a sudden your foot hits something and you smack into the uh, it back <laughs> into the ship uh, and you turn around and look what you just tripped over and uh, roll me a d6 please and then just tell me whatever the number is. Six. Six. Um, you turn around and sitting uh, in front of you is a basket full of six pears. <laughs> and you just... <laughs> I just blink. I don't know what else to do. No. <laughs> just what? <laughs> a basket of pears. Yep, you have uh, literally tripped over a basket of six pears. Is the six significant? Yeah, that's what she rolled the d6 for. Oh. It determines how many pairs are in the back. Okay. <laughs> so, um, Val, you're you're busy doing you're busy doing that. So, I'm busy um, just staring at this random bucket of pears. Uh, it's it's in a very nice like wicker basket. Um, it's kind of like open at the sides. It's got a nice little handle to it, and it it has six pairs in it. Um, now is, okay, so we've had the Harpy Queen's turn, some things have happened. It's at this time that despite what you can't see, you hear a rumble, uh, it sounds like the ocean is starting to churn loudly, and it gets louder and louder and louder, and Val, you're still in the darkness, so you've got another five feet of movement to go before you really get out of that. Okay. Um, but Asha, you are not. And so you can see over the top of the cloud of, of where the darkness stops. Um, 
you see water like spurt up and that's something is happening on the other side and uh for visual reference where this you think it's over here on the other side of where this like crew member is and you're not really sure but it is loud in a way it doesn't sound like you can ascertain the fact that it doesn't sound like something just went splash into the water (laughs) it sounds like something large and unnatural hello beastie coming up yeah like and then there's like this water spout that comes up out of it and um you're you can't see on the other side of the darkness bows in the darkness and so is jazara and everybody else um so you don't know what happens however iceberg release the kraken krakenberg (laughs) krakenberg and because of that i'm not going to show it to you on the map (laughs) until you can see it so just makes it a little more interesting for me i know that there's literally a big black cloud of smoke but it sounded like I'm being punished. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because we said Krakenberg, we do not get to see the Krakenberg. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you hear a scream in the darkness. And that is it. all you hear. Okay. So. Well, I don't like that. <laughs> so that is all you uh, hear for that. And now it's the captain's turn and you don't know what's going on with him. Alright. Alright. Uh, it's Jazara's turn. Uh, she's gonna try and make a perception check to get a better visual on the Harpy Queen. Uh, with this advantage, that is... 12. So she does spot the, uh, Harpy Queen. And so she's gonna roll straight and not with disadvantage. Oh, which dice do I want to be nice to me today? We'll try this one. So she's going to take a minus five for a plus ten if she hits. No. Uh, the darkness kind of gets in the way and Jazara does miss. Are you okay? Okay. No, she stretched her feet under the table and she was like <laughs> moaning and groaning because it felt good, but she went oh. and I'm just like, and I'm like, dude, that's on the recording. And <laughs> you need a minute, dear. <laughs> My special little chaos creature. <laughs> you get her for a whole weekend. I do. <laughs> Ugh. I will interrupt some of. <laughs> the one on oh <laughs> Inject some sanity into what happens. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's gonna be the one pushing my buttons that makes me do that. Please. I don't do it on purpose. <laughs> Sometimes you do. Sometimes I do. Um, alright, okay, so that was, that was, no, that was Jazara's turn. Sorry. And now, um, Asha, what you can see, because it's, it's not your turn yet, um, there is a similar churning noise, but this time from your side of the boat, directly to the side of you, right about uh, here. So just off the side of the boat, you hear a similar churning noise, and two like claws come up over the side of the boat, pull themselves up, and what looks kind of like 
You can assume what looks like a cross between like a sea serpent and a harpy has emerged out of the water. So where there would be feathers, there's like scales. Mm -hmm. And it's blue, has these like finned ears, and it has like webbed uh, clawed hands. And it comes up over the side of the boat and hisses at you. And it has a net. And it is going to try and net that crew member with the plank. Oh, not plank man. <laughs> uh, so it takes this giant net that it has, and it's going to try and scoop up this this guy. And it throws the net, and as it does, the guy with this plank. And it's not like it's a small plank. <coughs> this guy has like a ten foot board. Okay, yes. like he's over there. His fly swatter is on point. All right. So this harpy takes this uh, net and throws it over, and the guy just like takes his piece of wood and he just swats it like right back in the heart of like no no <laughs> and he's just like no and the harpy just gets hit in the face with his own net and he's just like he just looks stunned he's like, oh. and they are now having a stare off of just like fly swatter man and net harpy and it's just like mm. you think a battle royale will happen so um from there now Asha now it is your turn Okay, so what I would like to do is I would, since the harpy is in front of me, is kind of on her last legs, and there's been kind of this little bit of distraction, so I'm sure she's heard it. She's kind of been watching it, the progression of it as well. Um, So what I want to do is press my advantage on her, and I'm going to fucking shove as hard as I can, just run forward with the attempt to push her into the wet bitch and then just get both of them off. Like, that. my idea is to get them Okay, so you're gonna do a shove attack. That's perfectly fine. Um, so let's do a, um, you're gonna do a shove attack. So go ahead and first of all, roll me a d20. And you don't have anything for strength, so just straight d20. Did get a 15, though, so... Okay. So that beats the harpy in front of you's armor class. So you go and you, like, grab a hold of this harpy. And I'll do a contestant strength throw for it. Okay, it only gets a 10. So you take this harpy and you've got a hold of it and you just start marching it forward. Um, and you're gonna try and shove it into the other one. Ever. Motherfucker! Yeah, and you, and you take this and you shove it right into the other harpy. Um... Uh, what, are you looking to try and, like, shove one of them over the side of the yeah, boat? Yeah, Are you yeah. looking to do damage? What are you looking to do? I kind of want to use, I mean, I'm hoping that the one that I've got a hold of uh, will be kind of a battering ram to hit the other one, but I'm hoping okay. to also do damage to her. Okay. Because um, she's on you, her. Yeah, so you do, since you were, you beat the first Harvey by five. I will let you roll 1d4, and you'll do that damage to both. Okay. Uh, oh, four. Four? Okay, great. Bravo. Alrighty. Uh, the harpy that you've been fighting with, she kind of like, uh, she jerks, and she you seem like she hits the side of the uh, boat in addition to her companion pretty hard, and she... She's no longer flying. She does have her feet, like, on the deck, and she looks pretty fucked. Like, she mm-hmm. does not look good. She's on her last legs. Um, and the uh, Sea Harpy, I will actually make a 
strength saving throw for that one to see if it's it's grip on the side of the boat because it's not flying it's holding on the boat mm -hmm. if it slips if you had a 50 so it does not save because i put it against your strength uh check that you did so it doesn't save so it does slip down and it uh, its claws kind of like go down the side of the ship and it's been knocked about five feet down so It'll have to, uh, well, it's about it's probably about 10 feet down. It'll have to spend its movement climbing back up. So okay. it doesn't fall fully into the ocean, but it does get knocked down a bit. So Awesome. I'm All hoping right. Fly Swatter Man can, like, <laughs> just like, <laughs> All righty. Black um, and Wolverine back into the water. Go away, anything else babe. you'd like to do, dear? Um, <laughs> so the, the, the winged harpy is kind of just like, lolling in my grip, right? Like, kind of. Yeah. She, yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know, maybe I've run out of actions, but, like, can I just slice her? Um, the shove attack is a full action. Okay. For bonus actions, you don't really have any combat-based bonus actions, unfortunately. You have spells, but, um, I believe you have... Yeah, you have concentration on that one, which doesn't mean you can't cast other spells. It just means you can't cast other concentration spells. Yeah, you don't have any attack spells, unfortunately. You have okay. healing spells. Like if you wanted to cast healing word like on yourself, you could do that. Yeah, um, let's do that. Let's get like because there's you know there's other bitches to fight right now. So sure. And, so and mark I'm, off. I'm... Uh, mark off a first level um, spell slot for yourself. And roll 1d4 plus 3, and then you can add that to your hit points. 6. 6, alright. Um, and I will make you roll a d100. Okay. Oh, goody. <laughs> She's making me actually do it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, hmm. Eyes are closed for extra fairness. 81. 81, alright. Let's see. Let me make a note that we rolled 81. Oh! A random book appears on the ground in front of you. Well, I'll, I'll be taking a look at that. Um, <laughs> we will determine what we'll the book is. put a pin in that. In a bit, but like, you shove this harpy and then you like, like imbue yourself with the healing magic of the Moonweaver, and as you like, your holy symbol glows, and so does your shield, and when the glowing fades, there's a book in front of you. You're just like, well, that's okay. That's different. But I'll take it. That's, that's different, so, but, uh... cactus. <laughs> fair point, fair point. Um, uh, oh, right. Val can't hear me. Val's too far away. Yep. I said that to myself. <laughs> but I feel like the shade that was thrown does kind of carry through the darkness. An icy, an icy breeze reaches <laughs> Val. <laughs> and, and Val, as you're sitting there staring at these pears, just a little bit of an icy sassiness just kind of meets you on the wind. Mm, she goes, mm, smells and like ash. Val just goes and grabs a pear and throws it in the direction that the... Uh, the icy wind came from. Very second breakfast style. <laughs> there you go. Um, all right. Uh, you guys don't know what's going on with the first mate, um, but Val, it is now your turn. Okay. Uh, you are once again prone because you're on the ground <laughs> with a basket of hairs. Uh, uh, <laughs> Val doesn't know what to do, but Val gets up. Okay. 15 feet of movement. Yeah, she gets up, 
grabs the fucking basket of pears and walks away from the shadows, like the last five feet out of the shadows. Okay, so if you take, keep going, um, you'll step out and there is uh, the young kid. He is probably about five feet from you. Um, and then there's another harpy who's probably about 10 feet from you still. She's like kind of half perched on the railing uh, between decks as she's fending off attackers from both above and below. Okay. And then um, you can see Asha, like the that whole, um, hole in the ship where they have the grates on top of it where yeah. you guys were lowering the grates down, that's between you and Asha. Okay. Like it's covered, so like technically you could walk across it if you wanted to, but there's about um, 15 feet between you and Asha. And uh, that is what's between you. Okay. It's not an obstacle or anything. It's just, just yeah, just there. So and I have you can what? see Ash is like dealing with her own harpy at the moment. So actually, Ash, you are probably a little further away from her than that. Cause now you guys are up in each other's business. So she's probably about probably about twenty feet from you, actually. Uh, if I was to lob that basket of pears towards the harpy, is that an action? Yes. Damn. It'll also be um, one to two points of damage if you hit. Okay, never mind. Um, so Val's just gonna fucking let go of this basket because it's useless right now. Um, but Val would like to cast the Shadow Blade because she's about had it with being face first and near okay. death. <laughs> Alright, so go ahead and mark <laughs> off the uh, spell slot for that and you will cast Shadow Blade. Alrighty. So, your Val's done. Like, Val is really <laughs> just pissed. Um, please note that this spell takes concentration, so yes. you can't cast any other concentration spells during yes. this time period. And it will last up to one minute. Um, it's also a bonus action, so you do still have an action left. So okay. Um, but you just, you take this moment of just being pissed and confused with your bag of pairs, <laughs> like your thing of pairs, <laughs> And you just, you stick your hand straight out, and instead of, like, your hand just going straight out, up to almost between your wrist and your uh, your elbow, disappears into a void of shadows. And you, like, you can feel the shadows coalescing around your hand, and when you pull your hand out of the void of shadows, you pull this wicked-looking longsword with you. And it is it's got like a curve to it almost like the um like an arabian style like sword and it's in but all across the top of it little wisps of shadows are coming off of it and it is so dark it looks darker than the night sky and uh the shadows are around the handle just kind of like kind of start to curl up your arm a little bit before they dissipate and you have a shadow blade and her nipples are a little hard i'm just gonna say right now fair enough um <laughs> very turned on by this sword Val is having a great time on the inside with this now you if you'd like to you can attack with the sword as your action if that's what you'd like to do yeah I'd like to attack the harpy that's attacking our lovely little puppy friend which is Calhen okay so you're gonna go ahead and you're going to roll let's, but we'll do it um, you're gonna add roll a d20 add 5 that's your spell attack. 24. 24. You absolutely hit this harpy. <laughs> so you, you come up on this harpy and you take a slash at it and you, my dear, you're gonna roll me two d8s. And let's do 
a d4 as well. It's gonna be two d8s of psychic damage, and then like one uh, d4 of slashing damage. Two d8s. Nine. Mm-hmm. And d4 is two. Two. Uh, Val, so you come up out of the darkness, and you just, you pull out this vicious-looking sword, and you are so done. <laughs> it's been weird, it's been crazy, it's been scary. You know, your whole time on the surface has been weird and crazy and scary, and you, like, the kid is standing, like, kind of in your way, and you take one hand, and you just shove that kid out of your way, and you, like, the harpy turns around just as you, kind of, like, it's sitting up on the railing, and you walk up to it, and you, like, put a hand on the railing, pull yourself up, and, like, slash at this harpy, and then you slash at it, it screams and jerks back, and you have cut this huge line down the center of it, and it falls backwards into the ocean, dead. Yes! Love it. I am done with this harpy shit. <laughs> what is this harpy shit? That tell me, tell me that Calhen is just gaping at me, like, uh... He might have a new crush. <laughs> No. He's just kind of looking at you, and he, the look he gives you is a scared look because you just pulled out a vicious shadow sword and um, just like almost beheaded a whole harpy. So he's kind of looking at you like. Val's gonna take one look at him and like swish her tail and like walk away. Okay. <laughs> um, you have, uh, I think you have 25, no, you have 15 feet of movement because you had to get up. So, uh, what would you like to do? There's um, uh, the harpy that Ash is dealing with, and that's the only harpy you can see. Yeah, I'm gonna walk towards Asha and help her. Okay, so you'll go. You'll be uh, pretty much right behind uh, Asha. How long can I have my shadow blade? One minute. So that's minute. ten rounds of combat. Okay, ten rounds of combat. So I still have it while I'm next to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you. Uh, every round of combat is only six seconds. So that is one harpy down. Um, now it is the harpy Asha's fighting, and Asha, it's gonna take another swing at you. It's not doing great, but now it's just fighting for its life at this point. Um, fourteen to hit you, which does not hit because you have an armor class of fifteen. So like it tries to take a swipe at you, but it is just—it's so done at this point, and uh, it has a second attack. And it's going to try, it's going to try and get away from you. Mm -hmm. So it's going to try and uh, shove you away from it. So I'm going to do a contested, roll me a strength saving throw. 15. 15? Okay. Uh, The harpy only got a 14. So it um, tries to shove you back away from it. But, uh, and it tries to like escape, but it cannot because you are just, you're right up in its business. And she wore um, her good heavy boots that day, so she is planted! Yeah, it kind of, like, plants its claws, like, at your shoulders and tries to shove, and it expects you to go backwards, but you do not move. And you use that vampire strength that you have, and you just kind of, like, lock eyes with it, and you do not move. And it just, it looks very surprised at you as it does that, because it was not prepared, and now it just looks afraid. And I flash a little fang. Yeah. little fang. Be a little sassy. Val's um, tail is twitching behind her in happiness. <laughs> you can hear the bone necklace swishing on her tail. <laughs> and now it is through. So um, the 
Come on, blank man. The kid is going to uh, come over and he, he's going to try and uh, they're all going to run a little closer to you because you guys are the only ones you can see. I'll give blank man because he's the one who's been fighting with you like mono. I'll give him the first shot. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give him I'll give him a shot. And he rolls a natural fucking 20. Yeah! Yes! Go, Plank, Plank man. man! You fucking go, Plank Man. And Plank Man... <laughs> Plank Man rolls natural ones for his damage. <laughs> 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 he rolled a natural 20 and then two ones on his d4s. But let me tell you, that is all he needed, because that harpy only had two fucking hit points left. <laughs> and you watch this man with his big harpy swatter, and he comes and he yells at you, Ash, at the last second to sure. duck. And you duck, and he swings this uh, piece of wood, and he smacks that harpy in the face so hard she flies off the side of that ship. I have, that is- Huzzah! Natural 20 and two natural ones is a feat. But he, um, he, uh, knocks her right into the ocean. Um, I am going to leave this icon here for the purposes of the fact that there's still one clinging to the side of your ship. Um, and, uh, just Blank so I don't man have is to... giving me, a uh, water boy vibes. <laughs> there. <laughs> uh, let's see. You have... So, I'll deal with um, the guy who thinks everything's haunted next. And um, you guys, you don't hear, you don't see anything, but you just hear, <laughs> and I'm gonna roll. And we're all a little bewildered because, I mean, of what just happened and what, and hearing that noise. And <laughs> I rolled a perception check for him. It's a disadvantage. He rolled a two and a three. <laughs> this man is beside himself with confusion. Like, he's gonna, um, I'm gonna roll a d4 to determine what direction he goes. He's got Bobby Boucher's strength, but he's got Bobby Boucher's dad's mentality. <laughs> okay. He moves this way, and he smacks into the mast because he can't see it. Aww. He rolled a two and a three, and now he is just what you don't know is that he has walked into this mess and has now just put his arms around it. And he is just afraid in the dark. He remembers what Barney told him. <laughs> yep. Get lost, hug a tree. There you go. So he uh yeah, he's he's having a time. He's having a time. And um mm -hmm. the other the other members, which is the young kid, the dwarven or the uh, yeah, the dwarven woman and the guy with the crossbow uh, kind of like look at you guys and you guys don't, like you can see um, the one with the plank can see the harpy that's like attached to the side of the boat um, but none of the rest of them can get to it but they will start making their way down and they'll use their movement to try and like uh, come around here and trying to see over the side but they won't be able to attack it at this point um <coughs> But uh, they're starting to gather to the side where they can they can see it. Um, all right, back at the top of the initiative order with the Harpy Queen, and she is going to take just a blind disadvantage attack um, towards Jazara. 
And And thanks to Asha she, and her Asha's spell, it gives Jazzara a, bon, a bonus two to her AC. She misses. And yeah. that was the first one, however. And the second one, however, will hit Jazzara because uh, 16 is what the Harvey rolled and 16 is what Jazzara has. So that is some more damage to your girl with seven more points of damage to Zara. And, uh, righty. You don't know what's going on with the captain. And let's roll. Oh, by the way, do I roll another D100 because of my Shadow Blade? Uh, yes. You will have to roll another D100 because of your Shadow Blade, yes. Fine by me. 66. Kill all the younglings. 66. Okay. This is an interesting one. Okay. okay. You are standing there and you have this shadow sword. And in this instance, they in your you're standing there like you've pulled it out of the void. You've run over to Asha. And just in this moment of lull, after like the the guy with Plank Man has defeated the Harpy, there's a moment of a lull, and your vision goes completely black. But Asha, so does yours. Oh. And so does Jazara's. And in this moment, all three of you, as you look to the left and you look to the right, you're standing next to each other, but you are floating in the air above. A place that you don't know. The three of you are, are floating in the air, side by side, looking down at a landscape that is entirely in black and white. It is devoid of what looks like all life. The trees are dead. The grass is dead. The bark is black. The dirt is a pale, unfriendly gray. And as far as you can see, everything looks dead and gloomy and gray and black and white. The mountains are dark. There's no stars in the sky and a fog carries across the land. And as you stare at it for a moment and you feel the presence of each other next to you and just like that, it's over and you're back on the ship. Well then. A dimension not only of sight and sound, Sound. but of mind. A journey into a wondrous land of imagination. <laughs> Next up, Twilight Zone. And you, you don't know. Like, well, um, when we get to your turns, if you guys want to, we can do rolls to see if you can figure out what you were looking at. Um, but I have to deal with the unknown in this moment. <coughs> that was a trip. Mm-hmm. I'm going to... Yeah. Um, what level is your darkness spell? Uh, I believe, I believe it's a level, level two. two. Yeah, level okay. Two. You feel a magical force hit the darkness in front of you, and all of a sudden, a wind whips through the area 
and your darkness spell dissipates. And standing in front of you. So you see the Harpy Queen, which you guys have still seen. Mm-hmm. Jazara standing not too far uh, in front of it, uh, looking worse for wear. The captain is laying on the ground. And he's unconscious. And I will tell you that I've been making death saving throws for him. And you see the guy who thinks everything's haunted holding onto the mask whimpering. <laughs> and at this point, we're not judging him too hard because we all want to be holding onto the mask and whimpering. Valid. And, however, uh, I just need an icon for this. You can ignore what it looks like. Um, a very large creature that looks very similar to the one that with the net. Uh, it is blue and scale. It has a serpent-like uh, tail attached to the back of it. It has two very large front limbs that have uh, scaled wings and webbed hands and claws at the end of it. It has long webbed looking ears and extremely sharp pointed teeth on ocean blue skin and pl- eyes. Everything about the eyes is completely red and it has its claws into the middle of the deck and it turns as like the spell has dissipated and you know it is this creature that has dispelled magic on your darkness spell um which is a spell just for the record dispel magic um and it turns and it is directly next to the captain and jazara and the harpy queen and it looks at you val great and because it knows you're the one that cast the darkness spell. And it hisses at you. And then it turns. <laughs> and then it turns and it looks at the Harpy Queen, and you can tell that these are allies. These are allies. The, har- the Harpy Queen and this creature, the sea serpent creature, are allies. Great. You know, it reminds me of the. Uh the thing that lives in the lake in Nightmare Before Christmas, the way she explained it. <laughs> <laughs> and from there, the captain, which I already rolled for him. So he has, for the record, one failed save and one successful save. And he will either hit three failed saves and die, or he'll hit three successful saves and he'll stabilize but remain unconscious. Uh, at that, it is Jazara's turn. And Jazara is not in a great place because this huge new sea serpent harpy is in front of her, and the queen harpy is also in front of her. So Jazara, who unfortunately has been rolling like dog shit, uh, she's going to take a. I don't think any of her spells are going to do her any good. She's just going to take another swing. She doesn't really have much of a choice. Um, if she moves out of melee range with the Harpy Queen, it's going to get an attack of opportunity on her, so she's not moving at the moment. She can move within five feet, so she can. she's going to move back a little, but she has to stay within swiping range of the Harpy. Um, but she's not quite in melee range with the... Um, uh, this sea serpent creature, 
So she's going to try and back away from that by kind of like going around the side of the Heartbeat Queen a little bit. And she is going to, let's use this one. She's going to take a swing at the Heartbeat Queen. It's the best she can do. Come on, Jazz. I picked a dice that I can't read. <laughs> 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 I picked a dice with fancy, fancy. And no, she misses. She gets a 10. Come on, and she Jess. takes a shot. Yeah, like she could do a lot of damage if she could hit, but I have not rolled above a 10 for her like all fucking day. And uh, she takes a shot at the Harpy Queen and the Harpy Queen just bats it away. And uh, that is Jazar's turn. Now it is the turn of the sea harpy with the net and it's going to climb back over this to the side and uh it's a little surprised when it comes up over the side and where there had been two people there is no man <laughs> and it kind of looks at you guys it has its net and it's just gonna go <gasps> and it's gonna throw the net at asha and uh asha you're going to make me a uh strength check so just strength plus your strength modifier which is zero my dear i believe Oh, yeah. yeah. So just roll a d20, basically. 11. For um, Asha? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Did I say Valkyria? <laughs> I thought I said Asha. <laughs> she was making me read something, so nothing. Okay. Uh, you said strength, strength saving? No, it's just straight strength. It doesn't matter because it's zero for modifier. Both, are, both are zero. Both so. are zero. Eleven. Eleven. You guys both got elevens. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Um, but it, but honestly, it's what it is. So this net falls over you, Asha, and the harpy grabs the edge of the net and it leaps over the side of the boat with you in the net, and it dives into the water, but you smack on top of the water because you have water lock. Yep. And it didn't know that. So you can't be pulled under the water. So you have this net pushing you against the water, which feels like a solid surface. And there's a harpy below you going, eh, 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 and it just kind of like gets jerked <laughs> to a stop and it doesn't know what the fuck's happening. But you are in a net on the ocean and you are getting like splattered with water as like the waves come up and like crash mm -hmm. against you. Um, but you are now off the boat. And I will tell you, the boat is still moving. <laughs> Great. So you are about there. The harpy is under the water. And how probably long about water wa water walk last again? An hour. Oh, so you have a while. So. Okay. But uh, so you're not going to drown. However, the ship is in fact moving, and at the um, I feel top like of cardio meeting, is in my future. <laughs> run, Asha, run! I will say at the top of every initiative order, I will if you are still in the water. Um, I will by the time your turn comes around. I will. Uh, say that the ship is a certain more distance away from you. Okay. So, um, but luckily there's a lot of things happening between you and that. It'll go right, the ship will go right before the Harmony Queen is what I'll do. Yeah. Um, but everybody pretty much set for, uh, like, you and all the crew and Val all get turns before then. So hopefully somebody can help okay. pull you out of this water. However, you're trapped in a net that is trying to go into the water. So you're right. going to have to get out of this net in order to, like, succeed. On that note, um, but like, I'll say like, the, you can feel the net being ganked repetitively against your skin. Um, Fun. but it is now your turn, Asha. Okay. Is the harpy like directly below me? Like would, if they I would say... if it was, be reaching up kind of and like trying to pull me right. And yeah, I'm right it's probably, 
Yeah, about five feet under the water from you. Just like it's oh. like it's holding on to this net, like, huh? <laughs> it's just like pulling, and it's just like uh, it's it's confusing. Today is not my day. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, then that changes what I'm gonna do first. Oh, uh, so I managed to hold on to my knife by hook or by crook. So, um, my first thing is, after being very disappointed that I can't just curb stomp the uh, harpy underneath me, um, um, I'm, I'm going to start um, furiously sawing away at the net. So, we're going to keep going like this. Okay. <laughs> um, so, you're going to start sawing away at that, which is fine. I yeah. will say... Um, just saw your way entirely, a hole entirely through the net, and enough that you can get through it will mm -hmm. take two rounds of, like, it'll take two of your turns to do so. So you, okay. you start working away at it. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, is there anything specific you wanted to add to it besides just using your dagger? Are you just going to go with it at, uh, at it with the dagger? Um, I have a question on behalf of her water walk. Now, sure. she can obviously walk above the surface but like mm -hmm. if she like wants to can she just like stick her hand under the water yes she can voluntarily submerge herself in water and then she okay. can voluntarily turn it off which will buoy her back up okay uh -huh. yeah i think i'm just gonna stick with i mean there's a lot going on so i'm gonna i'm just gonna just <laughs> get myself out of there for now okay um so that's your turn because i really wanted to curb stop a bitch i just got to say <laughs> That's fair. Uh, yeah, now it's Val's turn. Okay. Val still got her sword. Um, well, Val hisses back at the sea serpent in response. Okay. Because why not? Um, Val does not take well to being hissed at. Um, again, we're very... We've had it. And we're, yeah. we're, we're running on young age at 23 and the adrenaline of just one slicing a bitch off the side of this boat. Fair. <laughs> Val is just going to stomp her way towards this sea serpent and try to do the same thing. Which sea serpent? The one in the water that's holding Asha or the one oh. that's toe-to-toe uh, -to -toe with uh, Jazz? Toe-to-toe -to -toe with Jazz. Okay. What are you going to do to the serpent? So wait, where is Jazz? She's over there. This is, yeah, does, this my, is Jazz. does my shadow blade have a range. No. No. Okay. You'd have to uh, up and close. You could get up in melee w range with it, but uh, yeah, you can get up in melee range with okay. it and like swing at it if you want. <clears throat> so, I have my blade. Swinging at it would be obviously an attack, right? I only have one attack, mm -hmm. one action. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> yeah, I'm just Val is just gonna just angrily stomp towards that sea serpent ally and just take a swing at him with her blade. Okay. So you go and you take a swing uh, at it. So go ahead and roll me a d20 plus 5. 18. 18, yeah, you you fucking hit. Yes. So roll me 2 d8 and 1 d4. 9 for the d8. Okay. 4 for the d4. Alright. <laughs> My bag of devouring dice are coming in handy. There you go. So you take your shadow blade and you march right up to the thing. No fears, just pissed. And you take this huge swipe right across its face. And it kind of like rears back as you draw like blood down its face. And uh, it hisses at you. And, and I hiss uh, back. It's, 
Yeah, and you guys are standing like toe to toe and like squaring off at each other. And it's pissed. It's pretty pissed. It'll I'll give it that. Um and uh Yeah, so anything else you'd like to do on your turn, dear? Um I don't have any other actions I can do, can I? Um for your uh, no, the only thing you can really do is convert your sorcery points back into the spell slot. So, how are you doing on spell slots? Um. I think you're pretty good. You've managed to not use a lot of spells this... Yeah. So, yeah. you, you uh, If you don't want to convert uh, sorcery points, but you don't have to, um, then you can just be good. Can I spit at it? Yes, I will let you spit at it if you'd then, like to spit at it. I will like to spit uh, at spitting it. Spitting is a free action, so I will let you Now that I would like to spit on shirt. <laughs> just, like, just like crying is a free action. Free action. Spitting is a free action. Yeah. Uh, all right. Here to be a free action. Um, now the. Please don't. That one heartbeat is gone too. So now it's the crew. Um, the one that thinks everything is haunted is going to see the giant serpenty creature freak out and then just kind of rotate himself around to the <laughs> other side of the mast and whimper that way. Um, the rest of the crew is going to be mildly more useful and uh, they're going to rush to the edge and see Asha having all of the, the issues. Um, and uh, the dwarven woman and the young kid are going to work together to throw a, a rope ladder over the side, and um, they won't be able to go down it this turn, but they will there on their next turn. Um, or if Ashley, you get free by then, and you can manage to swim up to the side of the boat, you can grab the rope ladder. Okay. So they're gonna work together, throw it over, tie it off together, and all that. Now the one with the plank is uh, going to wildly swing its plank around because he can't really do anything. <laughs> And then he's just gonna go like, he, he can't help you unless he gets into the water and he doesn't want to get into the water just yet. So I will say that he's gonna be brave. Actually, you know what? Roll me a d20. Uh, Asha, roll me a straight d20. We've got 12. 12, okay. He did above a 10. That's just, he gathers his courage, he gathers his plank, and he's gonna march right up to that harpy queen and he's gonna take a fly swatter swing at her. <laughs> He's gonna give it a shot. He's gonna give it a shot. Let's go, do this. Plank, Come man. On. Go, play, go. go. Yeah, he got a 17. Yay! Yay! What's the damage? One? <laughs> hey, he tried. He had the courage. He does six points of damage to that harpy pig. All right. All right, so he goes pretty, go. pretty good, and he smacks her in the face with that thing, and she turns around, and she hisses and screeches at him, and he holds steady that <laughs> plank, man. Woo! He is scared, and he is shaking, but he's got his plank, and ain't nothing stopping him now. And that is the weirdest thing that has happened to her in her long, long life. <laughs> Being whacked by a plank. Yep, that's valid. Um... <laughs> I will say that the crewmate who has the uh, crossbow is going to come to the side and he's going to try to shoot with disadvantage at the harpy in the water holding the net, Asha. So he's going to give a shot to try and help you out. Can I get a shout before he shoots so I can know where he's 
Well, he's going to shoot into the water because he can see the harpy because it's not that far under the surface, so he can see it. So he's going to, but he'll yell. He'll be like, incoming. And with a disadvantage, that's not good. It's like a four. So it's enough not to hit you, but uh, you do feel it like swipe right into the water right past you. And uh, But you don't feel any difference in like the hold of the net, so you don't think he uh, he hit anything. So. Glare but he gave it a shot. Like, but he no. gave it a shot. He tried, so. I appreciate um, your efforts, but please don't go that again. <laughs> <laughs> and you see him reload his crossbow bolt, so. Because he cannot hear you from that distance. Um, now well, we're back at the. I didn't want to make him feel that bad. We're back at the top of the initiative order. And at that point, it is the ship. So I will say, Asha, it has moved um, in this six seconds. You have moved further back. And I will say there's probably 25 feet uh, back. You haven't passed the whole length of the boat yet, but you have now moved 25 feet back. Yeah. So, um, which isn't such a big deal because there's nobody steering the boat and like the sails are kind of askew at this point. So it's not chugging forward at its full speed. Um, because of like the fight and everything that's going on like the harpy's flying around and like knocks the sails around a little bit and uh so it's not chugging forward at quite at full speed but you can see it's starting to go past you've probably got another like 10 feet of boat left before it passes you entirely so um from there it is the queen harpy's turn and what she's going to do is she's going to uh fly upwards and she's going to uh, pull her around. She's going to fly upwards. And she's going to fly on the other side. She's pretty hurt. So she's going to fly on the other side of creepy serpent person. But because of that, both Jazara, Plankman, and Valkaria all get a opportunity attack against her. So Val, you can swipe at him, at her, with your blade. So roll me a d20 plus 5. 11. 11? Okay. You miss. Plank Boy misses. However, Jazara fucking finally hits. <laughs> and she uh, can take a uh, hit against that harpy. And technically, you can only do it with melee weapons, but I don't fucking care. So, and Jazara is holding a bow at the ready. So she's going to swipe at it with the. With she's her been bow. trying, goddamn. Right. She's been trying yeah. for long. She hits for 17 points of damage. Thank fuck. So Jazara turns, and as the Harpy Queen, like, pushes off of the ground and uh, pushes, like, and as she does, she, she, like, like, flexes her wings and kind of, like, deflects Valkyria's blade and the the, uh, plank of wood. And as she does, she kind of, like, leaves her torso open. And as she flies up, Jazara takes aim and she shoots right at the Harpy Queen and hits her right in the chest with an arrow. And you hear the Harpy Queen let out this horrid, sharp screech, and the Harpy Queen smacks in the deck, dead. Yes! Ooh, and you do have a corpse of a Harpy Queen um, on the deck, but she is dead, and the giant serpent dude just flips the fuck out. And he turns and he's looking at you for some reason, Valkaria, and he's in your face, and he hisses right in your face again. <laughs> So we can play yeah, this game. He, yep, and uh, 
It is the captain's turn, so I need to roll a death saving throw for him. It's another failure. The captain is at two failures and one success. Captain's about to die. And, uh... First mate is gone. On that note, it is this... I'm calling him the Harpy King, basically. Sure. The serpent uh, Harpy King. He looks at you, Valkaria. Great, hi. He looks at you. He looks you right in the eyes. And he pulls this giant javelin off of his back. And he smiles at you with this sinister, awful grin. And you see him pull this javelin back, and as he does, lightning extends across the tip of it and crackles. And as he throws it, you flinch and... He flings that javelin and it goes right past you, but he smirks at you and you hear a, and you turn and there's a javelin sticking in the middle of Jazara's chest. I'm sorry. What? He didn't aim for you, dear. He aimed for something you'd care about. And he does... Let's see exactly how many dice I need to roll. Yeah, that's a lot of dice. I don't like this. Uh, he hits Jazara for 16 points of damage, and Jazara goes down with the javelin impaled into her chest. You watch Jazara jerk back, drop her bow. And there's just this javelin sticking out of the middle of her chest. There's still lightning flicking across it. She looks at you, and she stumbles back a step, and then she collapses onto the deck, unconscious. I have a question. (laughs) Yes. Does... How do I put this? Does Val have any, like, magical surges when she's super pissed off? No. So, Jazara is unconscious, and every time on her turn, she will roll a d20. It is plus absolutely nothing, and she has to hit a 10 or above to save. A 1 through a 9 is a failure. If she rolls a 20, she pops back up with one hit point. If she rolls a 1, that's two failed death saving throws. Great. In the meantime, one of you can either cast a healing spell on her, which is something Asha has, but Asha is currently in the water. Valkaria, you can try to stabilize her, which will be a medicine check. If you fail the medicine check, uh, then it doesn't do anything for her, and she has to continue to make death saving throws. But if it doesn't you succeed, make it any worse. It doesn't right? make any worse. It does not make it any worse. Okay. Um, if you succeed, she'll stabilize. However, you can also use your action on your turn to feed her a health potion, which I believe you have two of from the start of the this journey that we took. And if you do feed her one of those, then she'll regain hit points equal to the uh, dice that you roll for it. Okay. So, but he's thrown this lightning javelin that is stuck into Jazara and he just looks back at you proud of himself and amused because you guys hurt something he cared about, so he hurt something you cared about. 
Val is on a new level of pissed, and she doesn't know what to do with it. And on that note, it is now Jazar's turn, so she will make the first of her death saving throws. And she makes one death saving throw every round of combat. That is a five. That is a failure for Jazara. Oh, wow. This is not the day for the dice to be acting shitty. No, <laughs> no it's shit. not. Alright. Um, now <gasps> it is the... It's the Harpy with the Nets' turn. And the Harpy is going to kind of mildly give up on pulling you into the water, and it's going to kind of, like, come up to the side of you, and it's going to hiss at you, and it's going to reach through the net and try to, like, pull you in that way. And I'm not even going to make you roll for it, because it's just not going to fucking work, because you have water walk on, and it just... <laughs> don't go in the water unless you want to. Um, but, Slide uh, its hand. It's, yeah, it's just, like, trying to pull you into the water, and it's it's confused. It's struggling. <laughs> um, Asha, that is your turn. Uh, I'm thinking that's my cue to now I get to curb stomp at this bitch. You are still stuck in the net, for the record. But if he's moved up, I can kind of aim. You can you can attack him. Just just so you're aware, you are just still in the net. Mm-hmm. So, is the net is? You said he pulled. He let go of the net, right? He's just not trying mm-hmm. to pull me oh, down okay. and okay. like through yeah. the but like by the net anymore. Got it, got it, so got he's it. trying to like get. Got it. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> Yeah, I'm gonna slash at this motherfucker with my dagger. I'll, I will pause my <laughs> urgent Cutting. escape, and I will mm, okay. chop off some of those little webs. Stab, stab, stab. Yeah. Now, I will make just a recommendation here. Yes. Even at the most, what you will, if you attack with your dagger, the most you can do is five points of damage. Okay. Just for the record. However, you have um, other things that mm-hmm. are a little more powerful. You can use, for instance, Guiding Bolt, which does 4d6 of damage. Um, you also have Inflict Wounds as a spell, which does 3d10 damage. And um, <clears throat> you also have Moonbeam, which you can concentrate on. Now, Jazara is down, so that spell you are concentrating on for her armor class is gone. Okay. Um, is there so a cast... physical repercussion? Like, I know that that's happening? You are aware that it dissipated, and okay. there has to be a reason for that. Okay. So you can make the assumption that something's happened to Jazara in the process. Mm-hmm. Um, you could also cast Moonbeam, which is a concentration spell, but it calls on this, like, Moonbeam. That <laughs> 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 um, is, like, this five-foot, like, I believe it's five-foot, uh, like, cylinder and you can attack anything within the five foot cylinder and then move it around as a bonus action on your turn. And you can just keep mm. it and do the um, 2d10 damage mm. every time on your turn. Does it matter that it's during the day in any way, shape, no. or form? Okay. No. Um, in fact, as the cleric of the Moonweaver, uh, it is a uh, gift that you have to call on the forces of the moon even during the day. So. Okay. Um, I think I'm gonna go with Inflict Wounds, just cause, again, just pissed okay. off. Yes. Sure. Um, you have the option of casting it at a first level for 3d10 damage, or at a second level for 4d10 damage. We'll do second. Second? Okay. So you reach out, and you have felt the connection that you had with the spell that's over Jazara. 
dissipate. And you're aware through all of your years of magical training that the only reason this spell would dissipate is if something happened to the person you cast it on. Mm-hmm. So you know something has happened to Zara. You reach through the net and you put your hand on this harpy and you're going to go ahead and roll me 4d10, please. That's the rounded diamond. <laughs> yeah, that, well, that is the, um... Because this yeah, one goes, I mean, the, yeah. yeah. It's the flying one. saucer looking motherfucker. Like, yeah. I didn't want to say spaceship, but that was the first thing I thought. Okay. Anyway, there we go. We got... And zero would be ten, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So ten. Three. And oh, for the love of one. So fourteen. Fourteen total. Fourteen? And that was four of them? Oh! No, it was only three. Um, and then another ten. Twenty-four. Twenty-four. Twenty-four points of damage. You reach your hand through this net and you put your hand right on this see Harvey's face and you're pissed (laughs) and your hand starts to glow with this like almost necrotic power and as you put your hand on its face wounds just start to split open all across its body it screeches and flails and tries to get away from you but it can't and you just watch as just all of these horrid wounds open all over and you've taken the reverse of your gift and healing and you have turned it into pain and suffering and all of the frustration that you have and it ripples across this creature and it screeches and sinks beneath the water and you have downed the sea harpy. You're a heart render now. Yeah. <laughs> and back all to right. <laughs> the, uh He's not holding the net anymore so I'll yeah, just like, you take could, it off. like you could pull it open and I'll let you just throw it over yourself. Thank you. So. <clears throat> and we're out um, and uh, may I move at this point or have I... So you would have been flat on the like kind of like oh flat to the almost yeah so mm-hmm. i'll say 15 feet of movement to stand up on the water but i will mm-hmm. let you uh run 15 feet so that you are you are gaining some ground okay so that way with, with the fact that you still had about 15 feet before the boat passed you at the top of the order and mm-hmm. you've moved 15 feet um i will actually say not quite back to where I started, mm-hmm. but just a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, almost. You've almost gotten yourself uh, to where the uh, the rope is. The boat mm-hmm. will move at the next turn, 25 feet, but you have the lovely bonus of having 35 feet of movement. Mm-hmm. So even if it, as it moves past you, you'll still be able to get to it. And um, in fact, in your next turn, if you dash, it'll give you double the movement, and I'll let you climb back up onto the boat. Okay. So, but that'll be your next turn. Um, at that, you guys, uh, well, at least Valkaria, you see as you are locked with this sea creature uh, over the side of the ship. There's a hand comes up on one side. Oh, no, behind, you're looking another. past it. And another hand, and just sopping wet, just soaked to the bone, looking pissed and just just more fury that could make the water boil the first mate comes back up over the side of that fucking ship yeah done (laughs) she looks done and she's going to take two daggers and she's going to throw them at this uh sea creature in front of her and uh she hits with one of them so you know go her 
and she does six points of damage to the Sea King. All right, and there we go. And it like jerks forward as a dagger lands smack in the middle of its back, and you just hear her yell, "I'm coming for you, bitch!" <laughs> yeah. And then she also takes a second to like just kind of shake off some of the water as she creates her own <laughs> giant puddle underneath her. Um. Oh, so we do need to do the roll for uh, Asha's Inflict Wounds, and you rolled a 29. So. Yay. Oh, boy. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't like that. Asha, you've th- you've destroyed the sea carpet. Mm-hmm. You've thrown the net off of yourself. You're pissed. You're angry. And then all of a sudden, as you're, like, you're, you're like, getting up, you know, and you look up. And as you look up into the sky, Notice the clouds start to swirl, kind of coalesce, and they start to just in giant forms and take shape within the clouds. And in the sky, written in common, is the giant word, beware. Great! And then beneath that, (laughs) in these massive letters, you could see this for miles and miles, beneath that... A second form occurs, it shifts and it shapes, and it takes the form. So like it says, beware, and then beneath that, the form of a raccoon forms in the clouds. Oh no. <laughs> beware the track panda! Would we know what that is? <laughs> yeah, I'll say the Underdark has raccoons, just okay. so you... Like, they they ain't no afraid of no lithids, like, nah. They but there is... Yeah, there it says beware, and then a form of a raccoon. So great. So is this a curse that I must look out for in the future? You don't know. Oh, so it's just an omen from the heavens for all to witness. Beware, raccoon. Beware of the trash panda. <laughs> that that's the art for this episode is beware of the trash panda. Beware of the trash panda. Beware. So why did um, I put panda? Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> raccoon. Now the the raccoon is a actual raccoon or he's a cloud raccoon. Uh, he is a, cl- a raccoon made of clouds. Mm-hmm. Though some of the clouds darken to give like the different colorations and stuff like that. So. Okay, so as of right now, he's just on the jumbotron. He's not a physical. Mm, yes, <laughs> yes. Raccoon. There is no physical raccoon. It is a raccoon made of clouds. So. Uh, it is Nosh the spell. Just like, yeah. The fuck does it look like? I need a raccoon right now, motherfucker. So, and it, it, it was done casting the spell uh, Skyrite, just so you know. Which is, by the way, unless you have a really specific thing you're doing, the most useless fucking spell. Because what are you gonna do writing with clouds? Like smoke signals. Yeah, it's just like, but so obvious because literally everybody around can see it. It's it just, just like, literally says hi, <laughs> hi. Yeah, you gotta summon like, Batman with that. Just hey, hey, yeah, or bank like, threats. Bank beware. threats. <laughs> beware, raccoon. So that is something you are uh, dealing with. Um, let's see. We had uh, Ash's turn, the first mate's turn. I believe we're we were at Val's turn. Because the first mate just went, so it should be yeah, Val's so turn. Yeah, it's me. Okay. Val is blinking rapidly, and for anyone who knows her, that means that shit's going wrong. Because Val does not blink very often. Um, what does... I know 
We are in very close quarters right now. How far am I from the, the Harpy King? He's probably about five feet in front of you. Okay. Assuming um, that's how close you had wanted to step. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I, hmm. Yeah, Val is just got, again, she's had it. And she has the blade. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming, like, she, she, so Val makes out the way she's gonna attack. Hopefully she can do this with her shadow blade. Mm-hmm. But she's going to throw, she's gonna do ice knife with her other hand straight at this guy. Like, he is five feet from her and she's gonna throw ice knife no matter who she hits around her. That will is. Don't when tell it me explodes, it will hit you. That's fine, as long as it doesn't hit Jasara. Yeah, you can do that. You can um, throw it and. Uh, Which one would do more damage, that or chill touch? Uh, ice knife for yeah, sure. Yeah, that's what I thought. Though, to be fair, your sword will do more damage. My 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 sword? Because your sword does two d8s and then a d4 on top of it. So, okay. eight, 16, 17, 18, 19. It has an opportunity for 20 points of damage, where your uh, ice knife only has an opportunity for, I believe, 10. Yeah, 1d10. Well, that's uh, like 1d10, and then if it if the creature fails its dexterity saving throw, a d, uh, 2d6. Okay. So, 12, okay. 20. So, so one has a potential for 20, the other one has a potential for 22. So they're pretty even either way you'd like to do it. If you'd like to do the ice knife, um, it does have the overall potential for two more points of damage than the other one does. So we can you can throw ice knife if you'd like. Yeah, Val's going to pretend she's going to go with her shadow blade again to throw them okay. off and then throw ice knife with her other hand just okay. as so much you, damage as she can so you go and you take you like fake as you come up you have the sword in your right hand mm-hmm. you kind of like go like you're swiping up at him from your uh, right hand and then as he's focusing on that you turn your other hand and a knife of made of ice shoots out from underneath it and hits him directly in the face and you can go ahead and roll me 1d10 piercing damage and I will roll a dexterity saving throw against your spell save DC. Yeah. He fails, so you can roll me 2d6 on top of that. So 7, and then 2d6. 11. So 7 on 18. 18 points of damage. Very <clears throat> good. Alright. So you shoot this ice knife at him, and then it explodes. Um, and uh, it uh, covers like the Part of the ground gets covered in ice and stuff like that. Um, I will say you need to make a dexterity saving throw. Really? Eight. Eight, okay. Um, so you do, in fact, you did you did seven points of damage with the two d6s, is that right? Uh, no, with the d10 I got seven. What was with the D6s? 11. 11. Mom's saying hi. Hello. <laughs> She's waving. <laughs> um, then I'm going to have you take five points of damage from your own ice. Uh, so I'm at six. Six hit points. Six. Okay. <clears throat> okay. So that is your turn, unless you wanted to do anything else. Uh... Hang on. Val hit points at six. Okay. Uh, nothing else I can do, right? I don't have any bonus actions. 
I will say, because you have two healing potions on you. Oh, right. To feel, feed one to Jazara is an action, so you can't do that. But to drink one yourself is a bonus action. So if you would like to drink one of your healing potions for yourself and gain healing points back for yourself, you can do that. Because you are at six. It'll still leave you with another healing potion if you want to to give to Jazara if you want to do that at some point. Um, but you can use one of yours now. I'll use like one, to. just in case. Okay. So, you're gonna go ahead and drink that, and that's gonna be two D4s plus two. And however many you gather, that's how many hit points you get. Two. Come here. Nine. Nine, so you gain nine hit points. So, 15 hit points. Alright. Um, at that, it is now all of the crew. So, they, the crew is Caesar, captain on the ground. They see the first mate has come back, and they are very heartened to see the fact that the first mate is, in fact, still alive. Um, and uh, they are going to start turning to take charge at this giant creature, pretty much the last creature that's left. And uh, attack in mass. <laughs> yeah, they are going to attack in mass. Yeah, and they can all get up within melee range of this of, uh, with him as well. So they are Come all on. going to take turns. Now the guy with the crossbow is going to stay back a little bit, but the dwarven woman and the uh, young kid are going to get up in melee range. Uh, Plank man is going to. Plank man is actually. Come on, Plank man. He's going to try and save his captain because his captain's doing really bad. So he's going to okay. take his turn and do a medicine check and see if he can save his captain. Let's do that real quick. 15 he does in fact which is really good because captain was literally on his last legs <laughs> he stabilizes his captain and the captain is not dead so you don't have to good. worry about him anymore um the first mate she has her own turn so now it's gonna be all of the crew and the, even the guy who like has been holding on to that uh, mask, mask with every all of his crew and everything in front of him he kind of like starts to gather his courage and I will give him a, a swing too so he'll do <laughs> four attacks against this <laughs> I pierce the toast fuck the toast alright so three out of four of them uh, hit the young kid the uh, dwarven woman and the crossbow but the guy who's been hiding just he takes a dagger and he like <laughs> And he just kind of like clatters to the ground right in front of me. So I will do some, I will do some damage for them. How did the captain find this man? You know, know what his other talents might be. Leave him alone. Fair. It's his, uh, you know, nephew. Uh, Mm -hmm. All right. Together they do 12 damage. So the dwarven woman comes and she hits that creature in the face with a hammer. And as it jerks to the side, the young kid goes and he like thrusts with his sword. And then uh, the, just as they do that, a crossbow bolt zips past all of you and sticks at this creature in the shoulder. And he screeches. He's still alive, but he's not looking so great. Just die! I am getting so many weird, like, visuals today while Misty is explaining. Because like, as she said that, I'm, a, I'm picturing... The guards just stabbing the pharaoh. Val, you cast yes. a spell, so you need to roll. Oh yeah, that's right. I've cast ice knife. Twenty-seven. 
27. Okay. All right. Oh, boy. You're in an epic battle. You are going toe-to-toe. One of your friends is down. You don't even know where Ash is, just that she fell into the sea. This, like, you're surrounded by just just beaten and worn crew, and they're gathered together the last of their strength to try and take out this horrid creature that is just taunting you. And as you do, and you're ready to, you're ready to go. You're ready to, you are ready to destroy anything and everything that you have to, to save your friends, to save everything that you love. And just as you are just raring to go, right beside you, within like two feet of you, there's a popping sound, and there's a flash of light, and a small child appears next to you. What the fuck am I gonna do with a child? Okay, I got it. Is it a human? <laughs> it is a small human child. It looks at Valkaria, and it goes, Neh, and it kicks you in the shin for one point of damage. <laughs> and vanishes. Okay, that was a good one. What the fuck? That's a good one. I like that one. <laughs> okay, well, that's right. We gotta remember number 27 so we know what's <laughs> And Horrible. everyone, like, the, like, the secret harpy looks at you very confused. <laughs> and, like, for a moment, you share a camaraderie of just, what the fuck are you <laughs> Before you go back to hating each other, because you both just like, like huh? And yeah, and then you go back to hating each other's guts. But yeah, you did take a point of damage from this kid kicking you in the shin, so. Okay. Yep. Um, all right, so the crew did their thing. Now we're back at the top of the thing, and Asha, you have once again moved down, uh, but not quite as quite as far. Um, and uh, so you're, uh, the ship has moved past you a bit. The Harpy Queen is dead. It's the Harpy King's turn now. And he is going to take a swipe at Valkaria. Ooh, he misses. He only rolled a five. So even with his bones, he's not going to hit you. (laughs) And he'll take his second swing at uh, one of the crewmates. He does hit the dwarven woman for six points of damage. So she staggers back, and it looked like it, it was a lot for her, so she doesn't look too great, but she staggers back as he just kind of, like, backhands her, and uh, she has to take, like, a couple steps back from the force of the blow. And uh, the captain is stable. Now it is Jazara's turn, and Jazara will roll another death saving throw. She already has one failure. If she rolls a natural one, Jazara dies. Five. It is a failure, but she's not dead. If she gets another failure, Jazara will be permanently dead. <laughs> the sea harpy with the net is dead, and we are back to Asha. Asha, if you want to take a full dash action, which is your all, it is your whole action, but it means you can move double your speed, I will let you get to the rope ladder and climb up onto the... Uh, you will just be swing, You'll just be landing on top of the uh, deck, but it'll be your full action to do so. Okay, yeah. We gotta get up on this boat. Question. Can Asha... I'm telling you what to do. But can Asha cast a healing spell while she's running? Not dashing, but just running towards the ship? I mean, technically Um, she doesn't know that Jazz is down. 
Really? You um, for your for healing spells, pretty much all of them, you have to be able to see whoever you're healing. Okay. Some okay. of them are touch, some of them are distance. Like I believe healing word is a distance one. But um as Asha, like you've climbed back up the side of the ship, just as you like touch down, you can see uh Jazara is laying on the ground with a javelin impaled on her. This giant mm-hmm. sea creature is on the deck, harpies are dead everywhere, and the crew and Valkaria are just like losing their shit against this creature. Mm-hmm. Um, now, your spells. Mm-hmm. You do have bonus action healing word. I will yes. tell you, it <laughs> is a bonus action. You used your full action to get on the ship, you still have a bonus right. action. And it does, healing word does have a range of 60 feet. And you're within 60, you're about like 30 Jizara feet away. Is yeah. within 60 feet. So if you wanted to use if you still have a spell slot for it. Because she would still have the <clears throat> the javelin type thing yeah. coming out of her chest. So she, so Asha's like, oh, hell no. So yes, I would like to use that. Okay. So you're going to go ahead and uh, just to check, do you have the spell slot for it? The first level uh, yes. spell slot for it? I think yes. Okay. I should, right? Because I, I used one first level spell slot and then one second level. Okay. Because yeah, you have four first level healing spell uh, spell slots, and even if yep. you didn't have a first level one, you didn't use two f- second level ones, and you could cast it that way too. Yes. Um, okay. But so go ahead, and you're going to roll me <coughs> one d4, and then yeah. add three. Six. Six. Okay, so. Asha, you've climbed and you, like, you got, you ran, you had the weird experience of running on water for the first yes. time. And it's it's bizarre to you, it's a little wobbly, but you do it and you grab this rope ladder and you notice the crew at the top has, like, abandoned standing there, which mm-hmm. you think is really strange. But you climb up as fast as you can, you use kind of that vampire speed that you have, and you, like, just climb up the rope ladder as fast as you can, just as you're swinging over the side of the ship, you look up giant sea creature, which is a surprise, um, <laughs> and like dead harpy queen, there's feathers strewn across the ship, there's claw marks everywhere, you see the first mate uh, who's managed to make it back, but in the middle of all of the chaos of like the whole crew going in on this creature and Valkaria, who seems to be just losing her shit on this creature, um, there's pieces of ice scattered across the deck, uh, you see Jazara, laying there with this giant javelin sticking out of her chest unconscious you hope and you cast the spell and you pull in this feeling of the moon weaver and for just a moment you just try and talk to the moon weaver and you gather all of this energy and hope that the moon weaver answers your prayer and you send it out and what is the word that you say for your healing word spell. It's just one word? Yes. Or, I mean, if you want it to be like a couple words, that's not a big deal. Live, damn you, live! <laughs> uh, the first thing that came to my mind was be, was be well. <clears throat> be well, okay. Mm-hmm. So you reach your hand out and this glowing energy flows from your holy symbol down your arm and it shoots uh, at Jazara and as you whisper to yourself the word be well and 
all of a sudden you and Val and the crew hear just a sudden <gasps> and the javelin that was sticking out of Jazara kind of like clatters to the side and you see Jazara wake up and mm-hmm. Jazara's back with the six hit points that you gave her. Yay. Val <laughs> you hear Jazara is... like starting to cough like <laughs> Val is not taking her eyes off of this Harpy King, but Mm. her tail be twitching. Like, I acknowledge that my friend is alive, and I, like, we need to get the shit done now. Okay. That's good. (laughs) Fuck Um, this guy. Seriously. And with that, it is the first mate's turn. So she's gonna take a swing. Uh, She'll take two... She has two daggers, because she lost her other. Hmm? That I've been sweating that shit for three turns. Like I had this plan. And uh, Oh, um you also cast a spell. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Yeah, let's get that. And uh we did we already did uh, Summon spells. a raccoon motherfucker. Okay. Start. Start. Why don't you like me? Start. Thank you. Thirty nine. Oh let's see what thirty nine is. <laughs> the face says okay. it all. Okay. I am a feared. <laughs> feared. Let's 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 see what this does. Okay. Ashley, you're gonna have to make me a dexterity saving throw, please. Sure. That would be seventeen, madam. Seventeen. Okay. So uh let's see. Bob and weave, Bob and weave. (laughs) No more raccoons. No, no. So you put your foot down on this boat, you cast the spell, and as you do, you feel the area around you shake violently. Oh, come on. As Earth is cast on you. However, you pass the saving throw, so you do not fall back into the ocean. <laughs> I will say you like kind of like stagger onto the re- the rest of the way onto the boat. But for this moment, uh, the whole lure portion of the boat shook pretty fucking hard. You watch like a couple of barrels and crates kind of rattle and like fall over, and some stuff spills out everywhere. And. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So you cast Earth Tremor on yourself, and I and I feel like at least one of the people engaged in the battle at the at the bow um, might have looked back at me and like, what the fuck? Clive man kind of like, looked at you like. Huh? I didn't think she was that heavy, but shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm saying she must have a great glamour on. <laughs> So if you had I failed, am, I would have made you fall back into the ocean for the record. I am picturing Asha, like, the disheveled mess that she is while she's planning stuff in, you know, in, you know, the nameless city. I'm just yeah. imagining all that times 20. Mm-hmm. Well, now Blood dripping down mess. her face. Her hair is a mess. Soaked. Soaked <laughs> from being in the water. Because um, there were waves coming yeah. at me. Yeah, yeah. It just yeah. I'm I'm imagining some, you know, because she she's got her hair in a pretty nice braid. I'm imagining some hair coming out to the side. Uh-huh. Some of it stuck to her face, like you said, blood. <laughs> yep. And it, so it's, she, it's and, a an event. And she has say. now planted her feet on this boat. She's not leaving. Yeah, yeah. You are so done with this boat. <laughs> 
And boats oh, are not going to be her favorite mode of transportation going forward. That's very valid, to be honest. <laughs> All right. The, um, it was the first mate's turn. She hit with both of her attacks. And she does eight points of damage to him. Uh, all right. Uh, Val, it yes. is your turn. All right. Val, again, has not stopped staring at this Harpy King. Okay. And she's gonna do another feint attack. Okay. But switch it around. So she's gonna try and go for her, uh, cause, you know, to, to throw the Harpy King off, cause mm-hmm. she's gonna do, she's gonna start burning hands on her okay. free hand. And just, it just engulfed in flames, ready to like, knock back and ready to like just fly at him. Okay. And as he's waiting for that, just shadow blade from just as if she can groin to tip like neck let's go ah okay okay um go ahead and uh roll your d20 right on see if you hit no plus i believe we were doing plus five for your blade i remember because it's a spell blade so your uh 20 plus five yeah let's do it again well, don't roll again. Just whatever you had Damn before. Damn it, 11. Five. 11 does not hit. I know. And so you you go and try to, like, take a swipe at it. And uh, it, like, jerks back. And it kind of, like, taunts you. As it looks. And uh, it does give you a little bit of a taunting look as it does that. Okay. Okay. Mm. All right. Um, it was your turn. Now the crew. Uh... Let's see. We've got... We'll do Plank Man. He's gonna get up. He's gonna give a shot. He's gonna give this... Come on, Plank Man. ...creature a shot. 15. He hits this creature. All right. Let's see what kind of damage Plank Man does. He does four points of damage. Go Plank Man. Better than none. Yeah. And this creature looks fucked, I will tell you. He looks pretty fucked. Um, we've got the young kid. Yeah. What's his no. name? Calhen. Calhen. He gets six. He doesn't hit. Um, the old dwarven lady, she hits. So she's gonna do... She does one point of damage. So we're slowly getting there. Uh, the guy with the crossbow bolt, he'll go next. Fucking five. He doesn't hit either. Um... You know, it's it's the haunted dude. It's the haunted dude. It's all coming down to you, dude. Let's go. Let's go. Come on. 16. He fucking hits. Yes. <laughs> he throws that dagger. For one point of damage. Um, <laughs> he tried. I can't even tell you how few hit points this sea king has. <laughs> it's more than one, though. Oh, all right. Um, Just imagining him looking at the the, <laughs> the poor man, like really. Mm-hmm. So it's really? it's back around to the King Harpy's turn, and he's Great. going to take a swipe <laughs> at Val. Of course he is. Yeah, and he hits you there for thirteen. <laughs> um, I have one hit point. You have one hit point. I have one hit point. When did you go down to one hit point? I thought you said you had six hit points. No, I had six. I got 15 uh, when I drank the potion, but then yes. the stupid little 
horrid human child kicked me, and I went for, down to 14. For 14, yeah. Yeah. Well, no, he rolled a 13 to hit Oh, me, sorry. Dear. It's, I'm sorry. just like, how did That's you- That's had a 13 hit point. No, he, he rolled <laughs> six points of damage on you. Okay. So, and, eight. Uh, yeah, so you're at eight, um, and he's gonna take his set his other swipe attack at the uh, the young kid, uh, and he misses the kid. He only rolled a two for that one, um, and uh, his yeah. So he he took two swipes at you. The captain can't go. It is Jazara's turn. <coughs> Jazara is alive, and she feels like fucking shit, and she kind of mad. she is pissed. She's heart and she's just so fucking done with everything she's tired of not hitting like these uh, these guys she's tired of not doing like as much damage as she wants to but she's more than that she's irritated at the fact that the people that she cares most about are in danger and she has not been able to do as much as she's wanted to so Jazara is not having fucking any of it so let's She's pissed, she's hurt, she's pissed because she's hurt. <laughs> exactly. And Jazara, let me let me look at this real quick. Alright. I'm going to give Jazara an opportunity to do something different. Okay. Because it occurred to me just now. She's pissed. She doesn't pick her bow back up. She grabs that oh. fucking javelin. The one that killed her. Okay. And she picks it up and she's going to she's she stands up and she grabs the javelin as she does and she's going to step like the 10 feet it takes. She's going to hobble the 10 feet it takes to get to this creature and she's going to try and attack it with this javelin. Okay. Yes. 18 to hit. You got it. And she's going to do, like, she, you, Valkaria, from the side of you, hear, like, somebody stepping next to you, and then just this swish right beside you, and this javelin jabs into the side of this creature, and it explodes with lightning that comes out of it, and uh, you see, like, parts of this creature, like, burn and sizzle, and it screeches, and your girl does eight points of damage killing that motherfucker. Boo! I can't, like, the thing that made me mad is it had one hit point and the crew couldn't <laughs> get through him. I was willing to give it to any of the crew. Like, come on. Not a single fucking one. And yeah, but I you think are, it ended the way it should. It, yeah. And you are now all out of combat. And standing beside you, Valkaria, is a bloodied, just exhausted Jazara hold just leaning on this javelin that's covered in her own blood and the blood of a sea creature and uh, you are also covered in blood because you also died and and Asha you are wet with the ocean you're covered in scratches and blood and you're all exhausted but the battle has been won and Asha's gonna stumble forward and look at her two best friends and just put out her arms <laughs> I think they both just stumble into you and just hug you back with just (laughs) what little energy they have left. And everybody kind of collapses to the floor in a hug puddle. Um, no. (laughs) Just 
<laughs> and you're all, and all three of you just kind of sink to the ground, and uh, just kind of lean against each other, and just are has not let go of that fucking javelin, but uh, you kind of all just lean against each other. Eventually, Val, your sword like it'll dissipate, mm-hmm. and uh, the um, captain is still unconscious. But the first mate, she's gonna come over. She's going to be like kind of survey everyone. You know, everyone is alive. Um, as she stands there, she'll look at the uh, plank man and uh, she'll ask about the captain. Will he make it? And plank man will go, aye, barely, but at the least he'll make it to Serenia. And the uh, first mate nods and she says, we have had a hard won fight, but we did win. Let's make sure we get to our destination. Everyone up. Serenia. We have a destination to get to. And she starts commanding this, uh, it just is like the crew starts to pull themselves up, you know, they're getting ready to like go and start doing everything that needs to be done. But right before, as they start to do so, she says, and good job to you all. You fought a hard fight and you won. You should be proud of this day. I do not think it is one any of us will forget. And the crew starts to stumble around to like pull the sails and some of the rigging get like that you feel like the boat rock as it goes back in the direction it's supposed to um what are the three of you doing val is lying for the first time willingly on her back <laughs> prone on on, on on the deck just uh-uh that's fair that's fair asha um, remembers the random book that fell oh yeah the sky yeah, and she okay. thinks it's over there by the <laughs> railing, so she's gonna well, she has crawl to, over. I was gonna say she she has enough dignity to get back to her feet. It Valid. takes all of her effort. Um, but she goes over and she uh, picks it up. It's got some blood drops on it. I, I think that's fair. She's not gonna read it right now. She wouldn't comprehend anything, uh, but she just kind of holds it to her chest. And kind of slumps. Okay. Um, <laughs> She'll have her wiki cat read it later. Exactly. <laughs> if you want to know what the title is, I'm going to have yes. you roll me a D100. This is not my creation. This is a, a book of a list of 100 interesting books that I pulled off the internet. So, okay. Okay. For D&D purposes. So just tell me what you get and I'll tell you what book you get. Four. A four. <laughs> you get... No, no. <laughs> We've all made mistakes. Intro to necromancy, raising your dead wife. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> We've all made mistakes. Oh, Intro no, to necromancy, that. raising your dead wife. Um, <laughs> that list is from D&D Speaks, <laughs> uh, which you can find at dndspeaks.com under their list of 100 interesting books for your fantasy world. So... Yeah, uh, yeah. She she's not even gonna digest that right now. She can't. Not she valid. cannot possibly. <laughs> she can't right now. That's uh, absolutely valid. While Asha has gone up to grab the book and come back, mm-hmm. Val has kind of slumped to her stomach, crawled over to where the harpy king died, uh-huh. and has picked off some scales and added to her staff, and okay. then slumped. It. Back into her position. Okay. Staring at the sky. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> um, 
Jazara has gathered her her bow and like her equipment that had fallen and stuff like that. She's pretty much still sitting on the ground. She still has the javelin. She's leaning yeah. against the javelin. Um, and uh, Jazz yeah, should totally keep that javelin. Put it in her quiver. Yes. Yeah, it'll fit in her quiver if she keeps it. Yeah. And uh, uh, she's just kind of look at, at you, Val, and she says, "This has been this has been a long day." Uh huh. This has been. Uh, a very long, and just as she starts to say that, you hear a noise. No um, more noises. No. Like it kind of echoes from underneath the ship, like inside no. the ship. No. And like it's an odd, echoey, like almost faint sound. And the uh, first mate kind of looks at the three of you, and she says, "All right, you guys go figure out what that is. We have work to do. Don't, don't let it be anything dangerous." And because we can totally help what comes out of the ship. <laughs> and uh, Jazara, like, will reluctantly stumble to her feet, use the javelin to, like, support herself a little bit, and just, like, into the unknown. And then she'll <laughs> wave at Asha, like, Asha, there's weird noises. We gotta go look at it. <laughs> Val gets up begrudgingly, grumbling under her, you know, grumbling and mumbling, and you just hear her tail... Dragging. dragging across my, the floorboards. The vision in my head is that <laughs> Jazara has this javelin and she's using it as a walking staff. Has reached down, grabbed the back of Valkaria's like cloak, and is pulling her along the floor. She lays yes! there yes! <laughs> towards Asha, who is closer <laughs> to the stairs. It's just like you, you just hear the thump of like the javelin as Jazari uses it to walk, and then and also uh, the thump of Val's tail as it smacks along the deck. It's like we gotta, we gotta noises, and you guys like make it to like the doorway, and uh, you guys gonna look in the doorway that leads down into the ship. I'm picturing Jazz has brought Val to the very edge and let oh. go of her cloak. So Val is looking in the doorway upside down. That works, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Asha has moved, you know, right up next to them. She kind of looks down at Val and just kind of isn't going to say anything because she doesn't yep. disagree. Um, and she's also going to look in the doorway. And you hear, like, some rattling noises. And, like, you hear, like, it sounds like a bottle, like, kind of roll and fall. And Jazara's like, okay. It just starts to walk down because you guys don't see anything. It just starts to walk down the steps. Is she guys... dragging? Is she has she picked up Val's cloak again? Is dragging her down the stairs? Thump, thump, no, thump, she thump, won't thump. pull her down the stairs, but she'll kind of like tap you with the javelin end as as she walks down, and uh, she's like, "Up, oh, let's go." <laughs> Grumbling, do you guys follow Zara down the stairs? Yes, I'm following. All right, give me a perception check. After losing her, that I'm not no. We're following. 18. Perception. Uh-huh. Two. Two. Um, Jazara got an eight. And uh, Asha, as you're down there, you guys are kind of looking around and you hear, you notice that the rattling noise is coming from what sounds like your guys' cabin. Oh, no. And uh, do you tell the others <gasps> that that's where you think it's coming from? Is it Sir Goosington? No. No. Oh, no, not the raccoons! <laughs> Not the fucking raccoons! And I'm just gonna plant myself against the wall for a second to take some very deep breaths because forehead on the door. Me, it occurs to me what kind of nightmare <laughs> I'm about to face. It's not it's not of the same caliber as the 
harpies and the sea king and all that shit. It just takes all of my last <laughs> fucks. Do you tell and the others that you hear the noise coming from in there? Yes. The, uh, Jazz will kind of come and like hang out by the side of the door because she doesn't really know what what is going on in Asha's head, but she's like, okay, you good, Asha? At this point, Val has now gotten up. up. Not to say probably, but she's gotten up and she's like, one... Final. Actually, no, not even that. Jazz, Val is just, she just wants to rest. She still feels a little queasy because we're on a ship. Yeah. And she's just. Forgot about that. Just doesn't even ask us. She just opens the fucking door because she's done. Like, just get it, rip the band aid off. Let's get it over with. Like, the fuck am I dealing with now? So you, you throw the door open? I just oh, throw the door open. Okay. You throw the door open. You hear a crash. You hear a bunch of the crates that are in there rattle. A couple things fall. You hear like a, a bottle roll and like smash on the ground. And then as like you're staring at it and all of these boxes are starting to shake and rattle and you hear like this weird sound. And then just something hits one of the crates and it shoves it to the side. And something hits another crate and it shoves it to the side. And then backing out of this crate space, freaking the fuck out is Sir Goosington with a pail stuck on his head. Sir Goosington! And he's just going, ah, just smacking his head with this pail stuck on it against every single fucking thing. Just losing his goddamn hey, mind. Hey, hey. Alright, so Val is gonna, so she's she's perked up a bit knowing that this is not deadly, it's Sir Goosington. <clears throat> And she's just gonna go, stop moving! And Sir Goosington freezes. <laughs> the pale and head comes up, and then you just hear a very echoing, ha! <laughs> You're welcome! You go and you like take it off? Yeah, I go and take it off. I'm just like, better? You like you you grip a hold of this of this pail that's stuck on his head. You kind of have to like wiggle it a bit and like kind of fight with it. And eventually, the two between you and Sir Goosington, uh, he you like get this pail off of it. And all of his feathers are in disarray. And he just like shakes himself, and he just kind of like shakes himself a lot. And he just kind of tries to like stand with dignity. I'm just like no, I wasn't. I didn't have a pail stuck on my head. I'm like I don't know what you're talking about. He just kind of like puts his beak in the air, like. No, no, no. <laughs> was me. And uh, he promptly just kind of like walks into a corner, like away from everyone. Just like, no, no, no. Wasn't him. He didn't cause any of this mess. He doesn't know what you're talking about. So think whatever you want, sir. That is my corner. Pick a different one. Asha kind of taps her head into the. <laughs> <laughs> she's into the wall, just a little. <laughs> like, I'm gonna go tell the first mate that we're good. <laughs> Val is going to slink into her corner, cloak around her again, just uh-uh. Uh-uh. And a goose yep. on top. <laughs> and a goose yeah, on top. Yeah, like, Sir Goosington moves as you, like, go and you, like, curl up in your corner, and he waits until, like, you, are you laying down or are you just leaning against the wall? I'm, like, I'm leaning against the wall. Okay. Like, I'm, I'm at the corner, so, like, I'm just kind of... Are you facing the corner? No, no, I'm just leaning against it, so, like, okay. I have a wall, a, a wall behind me and a wall next to me that I can lean It wouldn't to. have been as bad for you if you'd have been facing the corner, so why I say this. So, Sir Goosington moves out of the corner, and you lean against the wall. <clears throat> he turns around. He walks up your leg, up your chest, 
puts a webbed foot in your face as he walks and he stands on top of your head and settles there. And Sir Goosington is now laying on your head. Val, she's Val He's made a nice care. little nest, like, right between where your horns are, and, uh, yeah. Goose Val is staring at Jazz and blinks once, and then just converges in on herself and just goes, no. And uh, Sir Goosington tucks his head <laughs> underneath his wing, and Jazara is still leaning against the doorway with his javelin, just staring, just not having <laughs> but too just done with the universe to give a shit. Uh, Asha, you go back up onto the deck. <laughs> and I'm just I'm not even gonna leave like the vicinity of the door and yeah. I'm just gonna be like we're fine we're good it's and, nothing and the first mate will walk over to you and, she, and she'll be like and she puts a hand on your shoulder it's it's a rough <laughs> like she grabs you a little too hard <laughs> and she says I think you and your companions have earned a rest we will you deal think? with the ship and the destination get some sleep Thank you. <laughs> and she slaps you on the shoulders like you fought well. Uh, and you can see that they've taken the captain you down. You fight good. Um, <laughs> you fight good. They're like gathering the captain up to take him somewhere like safe so he can rest and stuff like that. And the, the crew is like, the crew has not put a lot of effort into cleaning the deck at this point. They're just doing just enough to get everything back in order. Um, you think at the organization at this point, nobody gives a fuck. Um, but you can go back down into the... Uh, into your guys' cabin, if you'd like. I mean, Val's already there. Yeah. Ash, are you going back down? Yes. All right. I will I will be prone on the floor very <laughs> shortly. All right. Jazz waits for you to get back in there. And as soon as you're in, she closes the door. She kind of, like, moves a crate in front of it. Cause she's just like, no. <laughs> <laughs> just, just no. She uses the end of this javelin that she has. And she, just, she is just now using this. She's pissed at this javelin's existence. <laughs> And is just using it for anything and everything at this point, except for being a javelin. And is just using it to, like, shove a crate in front of the door. Immediately puts the javelin down, lays almost just flat face down on the floor, and just... Jazara's done for the day. And, uh, Val's got a goose on her head. Yeah, Val. Oh, and actually, as you came through the door, you did see Sir Goosington sitting on Valkaria's head. And And I just... I nod because <laughs> that's just the perfect cap to this day. Jazz on the floor. I mean, it, it, as long as it's not a violent threat. <laughs> no. He, he proceed, lead. Goose. <laughs> proceed. That's fair. All right. Um, you guys take a much deserved long rest. The longest of rests. Right? The longest uh. of rests. So you can go ahead, reset your hit points, reset your spell slots, and everything like Woo! that. You've taken a very nice long rest. Um, and, uh, yeah, that was, that was a lot. And, uh, the, uh, ship. Does that mean we got, we we leveled up? Not yet. Not yet, damn it. You literally just became level three not that long ago. Yeah, but we, we, okay. Okay, reset hit point. So that was a, that was, this battle will go a long way into making you, uh, to your next level. But not quite yet. So, you guys take a much-needed long rest. You wake up pretty late in the afternoon the next day. Nobody's really interested in moving. You're sore. You're dirty because your clothes are bloody. (coughs) Your clothes are tattered, too. 
Uh, Sir Goosington is still on your head, Val. Doesn't seem interested in moving. Uh, a little bit of a kink in your neck, you know, after spending yep. the goose sleeping on your head. He's lighter than you think he should be, though. Just for the okay. record. He, like, like, he, goose is, you know, like, birds have, like, hollow bones and stuff like that. But he's still a big goose. And, like, you think he should be heavier than he is. But he, you know, like, it... He doesn't, like, shove your head down to have him there. It does just after several hours of hours. sleeping with him there. Yeah. Just like, you know, okay. Um, but slowly, you begin to wake up to the sounds of, you know, the sea, activity on the uh, on the deck. And uh, it's probably, I would say, 11 a.m. by the time you guys get up. Okay. And uh, as you guys wake up... Uh, Jazara is still laying face down. Just uh, <laughs> uh, okay. As she was dead yesterday, I will give her yeah. that one. Jazara is just gonna flop back on, on, like on her back. She's gonna roll over. She's like, so surface kind of sucks. <gasps> like we all we agreed, surface kind of sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Ugh. And she's gonna look over at Sir Goosington. She's like, hey, Sir Goosington. And he just kind of goes, ah. <laughs> uh, what would you guys like to do? You have awoken. You're filthy but hungry. And um, you are in your cabin. Is there, like, a washroom that we're aware of on the boat? Not that you're particularly aware of, no. Okay. Do we know where there's any fresh water? Uh, yeah, like, there's a, uh, you can assume that in some of the barrels in the main storage area, there's probably some barrels of fresh water. You also have your, uh, your own canteens. Like, you have, uh, water skins on you. Uh, yeah, I think I'll start with that to wash my face, because okay. your girl has some stuff on her face. <laughs> that, that's fair. That's fair. I think Jazara will eventually, if she gains the will to move again, uh, will mm-hmm. slowly do the same. At least washing Val, her face and her hands. Val's tail can reach her head, right? Yeah. <sighs> okay, yeah. So Val is just because she's just not up to communicating yet, mm-hmm. but she's feeling more like her old self pre-death. <laughs> uh-huh. She starts kind of poking Sir Goosington with her tail. Just okay. Boonk, okay. Boonk. Um, you poke Sir Goosington probably about three times before he leans his head down and just starts doing the exact same thing <laughs> in the middle of the forehead. Just thunk, thunk, thunk. And every time you hit him with your tail, he will poke you in the face. And if you do it particularly hard, he will jab even harder. And just at some point during the back and forth, he looks at you. His little head looks upside down to you. And he just goes... Children! Goosington like fluffs himself up, pops off of Valkaria's head, lands in her lap, fluffs himself up a little bit so he doesn't end up smacking you with a wing, and he marches over, uh, walks across Jazara, who is still mostly laying on the ground, and walks over and plants himself at Ash's feet. Okay. <laughs> he looks at you and uh-huh. goes, Good morning to you, too. <laughs> and he nods uh-huh. at you. Do you want to talk to Miv? He tilts his head to one side and then to the other. And then he just kind of gives what you assume is the goose equivalent of a shrug. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Do you need food? Yeah. And he gives yeah. an affirmative. All right. 
As soon so, as as soon as he says that, a fish just drops at Ash's feet. How old is that fish? <laughs> now I will ask Valharia, as everyone in the room looks up at you, are you eating a fish? I thought about. Thought are you going to eat the fish? You have three of them. I know. No, I'm giving. I'm giving one to Sir. I'm giving one to Sir Goosington. Okay. Are you? What? Are you going to eat one of the other ones? No, no. I'm just going to eye him. Okay. As he, you know, like, I am giving you a fish. If you do not eat it, I'll be very pissed. (laughs) He reaches down and he grabs the tail of this fish, and to your awe or maybe your horror. He just starts flinging his head around <laughs> this fish, just shaking it back and forth and back and forth. And he's having a good time. And he's just flinging this fish around in his face. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna Like go a dog him. with a toy. He's just flinging that thing around. What a waste of fish. I think I think he'd like something else for his uh <laughs> His breakfast. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go see if I can find some. See if I can find that cute little puppy boy. And uh, Sir is now flinging the fish around, hitting surfaces and stuff like that. Just, he seems like he's not mad about it. Like he's just having a good time about it. So has he started to hit Jess on the floor? No. He's like smacking the wall, smacks the floor, throws it up, catches it, smacks the wall, smacks the floor. So. You do have to walk around him so as not to get hit with the fish. Jazara has rolled herself over closer to Val. I was going to say, I, I imagine a tuck and roll situation. Yeah. yeah. And, and she, like, with her arms wrapped around the javelin, javelin. she pulls away. And I'm, I'm edging towards the door, trying to avoid being smacked about the knees with the fish. Yeah. <laughs> you exit the cabin with the sounds of... <laughs> slappy, 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 slappy. And from the other side of the door, which I should firmly behind me, I hear. <laughs> it's exactly right. Yes. <laughs> and I look up to the heavens and I say, "Save me." <clears throat> and even and the Weaver cannot save you. <laughs> no. And 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 in her heart, Asha knows this. So she's uh, going. She is gonna. She did bring her brush with her. She, she yeah. made it, didn't make a show of it, but she brought a brush with her, so she quickly does something to make her hair look presentable. Not not great, just better. Not, just not the horror that it was. Just not like um, she was captured in a net and thrown overboard not that long ago. Yeah, exactly. She, she doesn't want to look like yesterday's catch anymore. So she's, she's in a better shape. And she hustles up the steps to the... <laughs> To the deck where I'm assuming she sees the crew at work. There's a couple of the crew that are up there. You notice as you pass, there was, a co- there was two or three of them sleeping in the hammocks. Um, and there's a couple of the ones, the ones that were less injured, are now on the top of the ship, which include the, uh, the kid. And um, the first mate is there, even though she was, you know, she had a lot going on. She is up there. Um, and the guy who... Uh, thought everything was haunted are both up there as well. Everybody else is sleeping downstairs. Okay. How far in distance do we have to be from each other for Val to send a mental message to her friends? Message? Let's see. Um, you can cast it within 120 feet of you. 
Alright, so while I'm watching Sir Goosington have the time of his life with this fish, mm -hmm. while also getting super agitated that it's not being eaten, um, Val is going to send Asha a message. Just go, can you ask your boyfriend to find us some food? <laughs> and for the record, Asha, you can in fact respond to the message. The message <laughs> in response is going to be <laughs> no words, just sound. And we so hope that Val will take the, the hint. It's the wrong answer sound, the buzzer. It's the it's <laughs> buzzer. And uh, at about that time, uh, Sir Goosington takes the fish, he flings it, and uh, Val, make me a dexterity saving throw. <laughs> oh boy. She's going to do. I probably do too. <laughs> Ten. The fish smacks you in the face. Yep. Saw that. And coming. I hear, and I can hear with my actual ears, <laughs> not in my head. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> and Jazara is laughing at you. <laughs> she kind of rolls over so that her face is kind of like buried in, like in the floor and she just, just starts losing it. Like after all the stress and everything that's been going on, that was fucking funny. Like that was fucking funny. Mm -hmm. Are you so, done with the fish? And uh, Sir Goosington kind of like cuffs and puffs a little bit and uh, he walks over and Jazara who's laying on the ground, he walks over and stands on top of Jazara. <laughs> he's just good. And Jazara just kind of like looks over her shoulder at him, looks at you, and she's like, no. And then just puts her head back down. <laughs> so. Val, Val giggles because that's funny. Because what else to do? <laughs> she's like, all right. But she does make a grab for the fish that Goosington was slapping around and eats it. Okay. Um, roll me a uh, constitution saving throw. I should say, how many of these fish do you want to eat? Just the one that I that I gave okay. to Goosington. Being like, here, I offer you food. You don't want it? I eat it now. Sixteen. Sixteen? Okay. <coughs> I don't want to know. So you eat the fish. And uh, Sir Goosington is sitting on top of Zara. And Asha, you're going to go look for some food? Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, who would you like to approach? You got the uh, kid, and you got the, ha the guy who thought the boat was haunted, and the first mate. Uh, I don't want to bother the first mate first thing in the morning. Uh, I think I'm going to take advantage of that, the blushing child. Okay. So you walk <laughs> Even though she said a, a no buzzer to, to Belle, yeah. yeah. So you walk over to the... Well, Belle doesn't need to know. <laughs> like, it's fine. <laughs> so you walk over to the kid, and he's, like, you know, pulling some ropes for the sails and stuff like that. And he's trying to mend some holes that are in the sail that... Because there are harpy claws in it and stuff like that. And uh, you approach him. And I... And, um... I'm, I'm shielding my eyes against the sun, because it is quite bright after... I'd say, what, 12-plus hours of sleep? Yeah. In, in a dark cabin. And I'm like... Calhan, good morning. How are you? Valid sniggering. <laughs> you can't hear me. I'm on the deck. That's true. Uh, the kid who, you know, like he's sewing, and uh, you say that, and as he's sewing, he like stabs himself in the finger with a needle as he turns to look at you. He's like, oh, oh, and he like he starts shaking his hand. And he looks at you. Oh. 
Ah, yeah, hi. Oh, hi. are you okay? I forgot. I didn't get a chance to ask you yesterday. Are you, are you okay? I I'm saw you good. go over the side of the ship. You can't believe you went over the side of the ship. <laughs> are you okay? I, I'm, I'm great. Thank you. Um, a little, a little hungry. Um, do you, uh, has someone made breakfast or is there something He's I like, can go oh, and make breakfast? Sure, 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 sure. Um, uh, 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, come, come, come with me. Okay, and uh, he, he leads do you. Do you need a bandage for that or a salve? Or he just kind of looks like he's seeing it for the very first. Oh, uh, uh, it's fine. It's fine. It is actively bleeding. Because <laughs> I think I have something in my bag for that. <coughs> oh, uh, uh, are, are, are you sure? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Fair tray. You, you bandage his finger? Yeah. Little, he... little, just a little salve, you know, for my one of my tins. Just a little bit. With, it's got a little bit of a numbing thing because I know he's got to work, and then I put a little, little strip of linen or something on it so that he it doesn't get infected. If there were hearts in his eyes before, <laughs> they, have, <laughs> they have now grown three times the size. As he does not look at what you do at all, he stares at you directly <laughs> the whole time. And, and Asha is just. Unwavering, just devotion. As he stares at you, and when you're done, he's like, "Wow!" Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and he just—he's wow. completely forgotten what you had asked, and is now just staring at you. Uh-huh. Food. And, <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh. Well, breakfast? Oh! <laughs> I don't deal with, Asha does not know how to deal with uh, this direct affection. <laughs> right? This. The kid, uh, like, he looks at you, he's like, oh, right, right. And he turns, and when he turns really quickly, he trips over his own feet and stumbles. Oh. He keeps his balance. It's like, uh, right, right, this way, this way. And then, like, he leads you uh, back down into the uh, ship. And he pulls out like uh, what is there's like platters of that have been like some fruits and some breads and cheeses and stuff like that. And he like piles what you think is probably too much food on there for like uh, for rationing things on a ship. He gives you what you assume is far too much food for, you know, keeping rations on a mm-hmm. ship. But like fruits and cheeses and like a whole loaf of bread just for you. It's like, uh, here, here, here you go. <laughs> And oh he hands gosh, this whole you. platter to you. Say, <laughs> so of, of course, if there's um, anything I can do for you, I oh, and I do. Sense. I just want to say that, like you, the way you fought yesterday it was really cool. Like you were really cool. Like you got thrown over the like the side of the ship, but you defeated like two harpies, and all like all by yourself. And it was like really really cool, and just really cool. You just really really cool. Thank you so much. I you. But I, but I had a lot of help from you. I wouldn't, I would not have been as successful. It wasn't it's like, for oh, you I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't do anything. I, I just swung a sword around. <laughs> Asha has moved into fully overwhelmed. <laughs> How far away? <laughs> How far away are Asha are you and Calhead from our ways? You cannot hear them from yeah, where I was thinking though that as I. <laughs> Walk back towards the cabin uh-huh. with a plate full of food and a puppy and tail. Uh huh. You guys would be waiting at the door, and I would just glare daggers at you. 
I can say that like the door is cracked open. Jazara is laying on the floor, kind of looking at the door. With Valkyrie the is probably directly above her, <laughs> and then the gooser Goosington is now back on Valkyrie's head. <laughs> and just like all of three of them, just kind of like lightly peeked around the door. He can't like uh, the kid can't see like everybody. Yeah, because else. my body's <laughs> between. Yeah, but you can. <laughs> but Asha has full view of. Uh-huh. Hi. Yeah. And there's just a death thing. <laughs> uh, it's just hard. It's like Val's her fingers at you, like, hi. Val is wiggling her eyebrows. <laughs> and and Val, and Asha's just like, don't, don't say a word. Yep. Don't do it. That she, that she is <laughs> And then she's, and then she turns around and says, thanks, Callan. Appreciate like, it. And then she, Shoves the door. <laughs> and like, and then, before and he even gets a chance to say you're welcome, you have shoved everyone back through the door and slammed it closed. And you can just like hear a very faint, you're welcome. And then like the sound of him going back. And I, just, <laughs> and I just, I'm, just again, I have a platter of food and I'm just stuck up against the wall like, oh my God. Jazara is still laying on the ground, but now, like, um, inside the cabin fully, and she's just, like, grinning at you, like, she's a fucking <laughs> lunatic. So, have fun. Eat your food. Eat your food. <laughs> like, throw food at Jazara. <laughs> I'm imagining her just throwing the platter on the floor, like, fucking eat. Yeah. <laughs> I pictured her, like, picking up an apple or something and just flung it, like, flinging it down onto Jazara. <laughs> it was, my idea was somewhere between the two, like, just kind of, yeah. like... Throwing one thing and then throwing the rest of it down. <laughs> That's fair. And then of uh, course, Sir Goosington to- will walk over to the platter, stick his whole beak straight into the middle of the bread, and lift his head up, and his beak is now stuck in the middle of this bread. And I will say, ah, 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 no. I will break you off a piece. I will break you off a piece. And then I'm trying to get it off his face. And, I, and then it goes, pop. And then, and then I'm like, No. I went out and won this. I get to decide how it is divided. Thank you. And so I snap the bread in half and I break off a, a little the little bits that right where his beak was in the thing. And uh-huh. I'm like, there you go, ingrate. <laughs> <laughs> and then I divide up the bread between Val, Jazz, and myself. Okay. Val has picked up the apple that hit Jazz on the head and is eating it. <laughs> hard crunch. Crunch. And Jazara is just laying there and she just she has the bread she's eating, but she's just periodically looking at Asha and then just laughing and then she looks away. Mm-hmm. Every just a couple minutes you just hear Jazara chuckle. <laughs> she's like, the surface is fucking weird. Yeah, and I, I'm just eating some cheese. It's fine. So Grumbling how would you guys, as you're eating and uh, you got the rest of, you got a decent amount of the afternoon ahead of you. Because mm. um, it'll be a couple more hours before you hit land. Uh, how would you like to spend the rest of the day? Definitely going to be looking into that book. <laughs> okay, the necromancy book? Yeah. Sure. Do you, right. do you have a, a wife that you need to resurrect that we don't know about? No, but I might someday. Okay. <laughs> All right, so you're you're gonna read the book, uh, Val. What would you like to do? Val, Val is going to spend some time with her grok. Okay. <laughs> with her crystal. Um, so you sit and like you meditate with your crystal for a little while. I will say yeah. probably like an hour or two in, Sir Goosington's gonna get bored and he will try to take your rock from you. Bitch, please. Mm-hmm. So uh, you're here's a purple to- geode. 
You just go go play with that. Oh, he does. Like if you roll that <laughs> to him, he gets real interested, and he's gonna try what he did with the fish, but with the geo this time. Speak <laughs> around it and start flinging it around <laughs> in a much more violent manner. <laughs> and take uh, the rock, take the geo. Jazara <laughs> uh, is gonna spend a little bit of time mending her the like the slashes in her outfit and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Uh, pondering the giant blood stain in the middle of her chest, <laughs> along with the hole that is there. Um, and, uh, but she'll, she'll spend time. It'll take her a little while to like mend. Uh, and sh- you guys can like give her periodic pieces of your clothing and she'll start mending those too yeah. as she moves through it all. Um, so like some, most of the tatters by the time she's done are, are taken care of pretty well. So, but, uh, Sir Goosington has a good time. Um, he gets bored of the geode at some point and he does, uh, like, he does start pulling on various pieces of Val's clothing, trying to get her to play with him. Um, and uh, as, like, you swat at it, you might swat at him to make him go away, he'll, like, go and try and steal something from you. And it's a, it's a lot of back and forth. Um, mm-hmm. Asha, the book. Yes, I, I'm gonna have uh, Myth wake up and uh, okay. give me the Spark Notes version. Myth appears on top of this book. He looks at the book. He looks at you. He looks at the book. I know. I know, man. It, it's just a one feline arched <laughs> brow. And it's just like, and what judge have me. you been doing while I've been asleep? <laughs> I didn't pick this one. It fell from the sky. And Myth just stares at you for a minute. Like, you want to run that by me again? <laughs> Poof. Dropped from the sky. Poof. 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 Okay. Are we sure it's not cursed or evil Mm. or like books don't usually go poof. Val's going to grumble from, you know, in her corner. Isn't that what you're supposed to figure out? And Miss will look at you and like, I don't determine whether or not something's evil or cursed or magical. You'd think that have to do more with, I don't know, the sorceress of the party. And I will... Look at Val plaintively bat my eyelashes. Can you check? He has a point. And Miss, for the record, will walk over to Sir Goosington, walk up Sir Goosington's back, and stand on the very top of Sir Goosington's head as they both watch you. <laughs> okay. So I gotta um, do a Arcana check. Arcana check. Which I do not have. No, my Arcana is. You have a plus four to Arcana. Oh, that's for what intelligence? No, Arcana's right there. Yeah, yeah, it's under your list of of your uh, skills and everything. How come I don't have that? You okay. just must not have written it down. So you said four. Yeah, it's a plus four. Okay, cool. It should be under the same category of like animal handling, deception, perception, and all that. Twenty-three. Twenty-three. So you look at this book. And you, ch- for a moment, you just you channel your magical senses to it. You kind of try to get a sense of whether or not there's any deep magic in it, any uh, <clears throat> anything wrong with it, twisted or evil. And it doesn't come back as anything like that. It just comes back as you can feel the faint traces of, like, necromantic magic on it, because clearly somebody has used it and cast necromantic magic while holding mm-hmm. it. And um, But the book itself doesn't feel magical, so much it has it has been in an environment where magic was present often. 
Okay, so the, the book itself inherently is nothing cursed or bad. It's just been Correct. around magic. Correct. All right. Um, <clears throat> and uh, Asha, if you would like to read the book, I will tell you some things that are in it. Okay, so should I have Myth do it <clears throat> then? Uh, yeah, you can have Myth take a look at it if you'd like. All right, Myth, do your thing. It seems to be safe. So Myth like, pops down off of uh, <laughs> Sir Goosington's head and lands on the book. And Sir, and uh, Myth begins to glow and his eyes like glow this like really nice purple color. And uh, you can, like the pages of the book kind of flutter for a moment. And as the magic comes to an end, he just looks at you and he says, I'm... <laughs> yeah, you know what? I didn't know the cat could buffer. <laughs> just, he just kind of looks at you and he says, you will, you will find it creative. <laughs> and uh, he goes and uh, he jumps back up on Sir Goosington and, uh, uh, sits on top of Sir Goosington, like Sir Goosington is the most noble of steeds, and commands Sir Goosington to begin walking around the room. And Sir Goosington does. And they, <laughs> they march regally through the room. And I just nod because, again, this is just another day on the surface. <laughs> so um, I will kind of flip through the book as we're just the very just... The very first page. Of this book. You open this this book up. And this book, titled, We've All Made Mistakes, Intro to Necromancy and Raising Your Dead Wife. And it begins, I fucked up. Here's how we're going to fix it or make the world worse. Lesson one, don't get married. <laughs> it just makes everything worse. Like, things get sucky and then magic happens and then like maybe accidentally like you're messing with some potions and things in a lab and then maybe like your wife starts screaming at you because yeah maybe you left out your magical like people eating planned on like where people could get to it and she had a dinner party and maybe she's mad that like her brother's cousin like got eaten and shit like that <laughs> so but maybe he should go around messing with like plants that he shouldn't and maybe she gets really pissed about it and then maybe accidentally uh you like fling a vial on the floor in anger and then everything explodes and now you have to bring your dead wife back before her family finds out and here's how we're gonna do that and the book rattles on much the same and interspersed with probably far too much personal information and drama uh, is an action is like actual necromantic, like magical instructions <laughs> vaguely like throughout this book interspersed into this. A lot of it is family drama and like marital drama. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like and Asha just doesn't really know what to do with it at this time. Um, she uh, does not want to just leave it somewhere because uh, she feels responsible for it now. Uh, because there are idiots in the world and she doesn't want them getting a hold of actual necromancy. She also knows that if her friend Val gets a hold of it, she'll try something stupid. Mm -hmm. Valid. <laughs> so she's going to um, close it softly. And she is going to tuck it into her bag and pretend that she didn't see it. 
All right. So you you tuck that away. Um, oh, you Val, you cast message earlier. That's oh yeah, shit. Too. So <sighs> what you got, girl? Roll me a D one hundred. We already did that one. Sixty one. Sixty one. All right. Now, do I have to roll because I responded, or if because she, she no, it's just her because she casts a spell. <clears throat> this is the universe's gift to Asha. For the next hour, Valkaria cannot speak verbally. She can only communicate telepathically. <laughs> For an hour? Uh-huh. <laughs> Cannot speak for... Okay. So just in the middle of like all, you know, you're just doing your thing. And then all of a sudden just, you can move your mouth and no sound will come out of it. That's fine. I can I still talk to you telepathically. So my and <laughs> Val is annoyed, but she's going to, because she's a pest, she will use this to her advantage and just to... She's got the clown song stuck in her head. Da, 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 oh god! I will say you can only talk <laughs> to one person at a time doing this. Right now, it's Asha. Can I combat her? <laughs> like, I will let you make a saving throw to like push her out of your head. Uh, go ahead and make me a wisdom saving throw. Okay. We get. 18! <laughs> you can block out. You have the vague sensation of somebody trying to send you a message, uh, but you do manage to block her. Boom! And then for good measure, I pick up the one of the rem- remaining pieces of fruit and <laughs> throw it at her. Talk to your goose! <laughs> Are you? Well, think, what would you like to do? And then I sing her, I sing her a song. I know a song that gets on everybody's nerves, everybody's nerves, everybody's nerves. I know a song that's on everybody's nerves, and this is how it goes. And Jazara throws a piece of fruit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a food fight at this point. Everyone's just throwing food. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, Val, do you try this maneuver with anyone else, like Jazz or the Goose? Currently, no. Okay. She has to recover. Fair. Well, you've got a whole hour with that, so... Uh, the afternoon wages on. Do you want to do anything with it during this hour or otherwise we'll move on? No. Nah. Okay. It's so you move, gonna... you move on and eventually it like wears off and you can speak verbally again. Um, and uh, you hear a rattling from uh, up above and then you hear the first mate call, Land ho! Everybody get up on deck. Well, we made it to a yeah. I have to put uh, Myth to sleep, so. <laughs> and Myth goes yeah. back into the bracelet. Uh, you all stumble up and you make your way up onto the deck. And Is the goose with us? Yeah, so we're going to sing tunes okay. with you. And as you look out uh, across the sea, not too far away from you guys is uh, an incoming very, very large uh, island <clears throat> in the distance. You can see off to the left of you a bit there are some smaller islands scattered around um but uh, and a little off to the west you see something very like faint but bright orange and uh it you kind of like look at it it's like it's, that looks like lava like way out there but you're not really too sure at this distance 
Um, but you are pulling into port at this island. There's a, uh, you can see there's uh, a couple of other small boats around, a couple of like medium sized ones too, but there's, uh, look like there's structures starting to come into view. And in the very center of all of it is one very large multi-storied structure. Mm-hmm. Val is going to look down at Sir Goosington and go, well, you coming with us on this next part of the adventure? Ha! And that's where we'll end our session. Fitting. <laughs> <laughs> Fitting. Oh my god. <laughs> oh no. I thought you'd enjoy that. That was fun. That was good. That was a lot of fun. That was like the most combat we've ever done. Too. I know. Now imagine she's going to get more <laughs> as we level up. True. Yeah. You guys will keep going through more and more combat as time goes on. And uh, you guys did really, really well with it, though. Like, even with all the shit that was going on. <laughs> like, you and guys shit did really good. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. So it was, it was good. What did you guys think of having such long combat? I liked it. I was so scared though, because I'm like, I was what like, if these people we, die. I don't. I still don't understand. <laughs> I'm like, we can't we lose jazz nuts that quickly. Like, I mean, like, I'm like, what do we? Do? What? How? How does? The, how do things continue? I live in. Yeah, fear. it's uh, <clears throat> it's a lot. It's a lot going on. It's a lot happening, and uh, it's uh, really intense. So, but you guys did really well with it. So you did good. Yay! Yeah. So I didn't want to leave it just with at the end of the combat either. I wanted you guys have right. to do something else too. So yeah, <laughs> ready to go to, uh, <laughs> to the next adventure. But yeah, so now you guys have uh, are about to dock in Serenia. So you guys will get to see what uh, happens there and what another new place is like. So that'll be fun. More and weird. Is, is the wild magic going to be following us onto the island? Yes. Or, I mean, the continent? Okay. Yeah. Yep. It will fall. It'll be present for a while. So. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, because uh, the entirety of uh, the Isle Cross Islands is covered in this wild magic. So, okay. Once you guys leave the north, it won't follow you, but uh, it'll be all over the islands and stuff like that. Okay. So. Because it, it doesn't, Pale Bake is, is far enough inland that it doesn't affect Pale Bake, but it does once you get out onto the sea, so. Got it. So, yeah. So, yeah, so it's good. You guys did a, a great job. You're going to have to go on a new adventure. Uh, you experience some new wild magic. Beware, <laughs> raccoons, and uh, so much more. Not Wait, you got to a drop. child. Yeah. yeah, Val got hit in the shin with by a kid that came out of fucking nowhere. I, I don't know. Uh-huh. Him, had the chance to process that. No, she didn't. Because it just... Uh, I'm like, what? <laughs> Pretty much. It's, per- it's the perfect one for Ani to have to deal with, quite fucking frankly. <laughs> That's fair. And all honesty, there, I, when I made the list, I did make a couple of them in mind, hoping that you would... Certain people would get certain ones. And uh, I, I did... I There are a couple on here that I really hope that some of you specifically get... Um, but I'm waiting to see how that goes. So this should be good. Yeah. Okay. So. Kid one was definitely an Ani one though. <laughs> it's good. So I think I, 
The kid is lucky because if that kid had st- like, stayed there a couple seconds longer, Val would have fucking kicked it. <laughs> I can't wait to see if he does the same thing every time or yeah. if he just is like a an NPC and that's just what he does. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Uh, yeah. So it'll yeah. be it'll be interesting. I'm keeping track of the ones that we've come across. And uh, we haven't gotten any repeat ones yet, but if we do, I'll let you guys know and give you the option of going with it, but I even though I won't tell you what it is or to try again for something new. So, but, uh, but yeah, so it's been, it was really good. You guys did great. You know, it was, uh, it was interesting. It was different. You dealt with some death saving throws and that stuff going on. So, and, uh, Ash's, uh, speed coming in real handy to get her back up on that ship in one turn. So, yeah. Hang on, spider monkey. <laughs> It's going to be a bumpy ride. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. Well, I think overall everything went well. Your next stop will be a new place. Um, And uh, I've incorporated some new elements into it that you guys can get involved with. And uh, it'll be the start of a... uh, Your guys' trek to try and find a cure for the frozen sick illness. So... I think overall everything went really well and uh, everyone survived. I wasn't quite expecting everybody to survive, like not of the party, but like all the crew survived too. So, mm-hmm. so like the captain. Like, I know. I'm, I'm surprised we didn't have anybody. To- <laughs> Plank yeah. man came in hard. Plank man was there. We're going like, to have to get his name. We got to give him a name. Hard. Like he was, he was there, like a hundred and ten percent with that plank. Him and that plank man just—he rolled a clutch natural twenty, and then he rolled really high, stabilizing that captain. And you know, like so, he—he he was there. He knew what was up. So I'm gonna call one, him Rudy. Rudy, I think I don't he know has. Why. A name, he does have a name. I okay, I think so. I don't know what it is though. But uh, I think he will forever probably be Plank Man. Plank Man. Plank Man. But uh, I think that's it fits him. His name can be Rudy Plankton. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so much yes. His name is officially Rudy Plankton. I'm gonna add that to my. And we'll make a note. All right. Well, I do believe we will wrap this up here, and uh, that way everything is good and uh yeah congratulations on your first really long extended hard combat guys you guys did great we did it we did it we did it hooray woo 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 (laughs) somehow i don't know if that energy matches the battle but it's fine (laughs) but it's fine after a few days of recovery maybe yeah but uh yeah and you guys have sir goosington with you at the moment so so a little lightheartedness to end out that uh, stressful episode. So I'm excited. Yeah. So it should be good. All right. Um, on that note, thank you all so, so much for listening. We will check you guys out next time. And um, yeah. So I was going to say that like we'll be going live next now. By the time this comes out. Uh, that will be over <laughs> so like that's fine um but they will it'll probably still be on our instagram so you guys can check it out for later uh for the lives for the one year anniversary special and um really thank you all so much for like being with us for a whole year 
that's really cool and amazing and uh weird because <laughs> like we we started this watching twilight like man it was it's it's been a ride so but uh thank you guys so much and we will see you all next time bye bye, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Of course. <laughs> of course. We entertain ourselves. It's fine. It's true. Tune in next week for more fuckery because we have some serious questions and concerns. Hey y'all, just a couple little things to wrap out the episode. Um, all of the music that you find in the episode is either from tabletopaudio.com or it's made in-house, and most of which can be found on our website. Uh, for the ones that we make in-house, their website is, sorry, not sorry, ge.wixsite.com. And uh, besides that, we are not, just for the record, we are not affiliated with Critical Role, D&D, Wizards of the Coast, or any of those fun things. We're just using a lot of their stuff in their world to have some fun, uh, like, well, like all the other uh, D&D players out there. Um, most of the, uh, homebrew elements that you'll find, uh, are, can be found on our website as well, uh, with the exception of the Wild Magic Table. I have not put that out yet, um, uh, that is made in-house, um, I haven't put that out yet because the, my lovely players will spoil things for themselves, so I'll wait until we get a little further through that before I put that out, but you can find an announcement for when we do that on our Instagram, which is also at the Sorry Not Sorry Generation. And, um, you can also, the, uh, book that Asha found, the one about necromancy and raising your dead wife, is from D&D Speak, and, uh, you can find that on their website on, from the, uh, 100 Interesting Books that they have, so. Um, beyond that, thank you guys again for listening, and, um, well, when the party picks up next, they will be going, uh, to Solrenia, and, uh, meeting people there for the first time, and also perhaps... The ever-fated shopping montage? Who knows? We'll see how they do. All right. Bye.